Well, well, well. If it isn't the listeners, fancy seeing you here again. <laughs> anyway, welcome to episode one, the Avatar: The Way of Water. Right. Uh, oh, sorry. That's the the title of the episode. The name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the podcast is politics. Although I call it politics. Right. It's a podcast about the politics and movies. Uh, my name is Presh. I'm one of the co-hosts, and uh, the other is Ty. Ty. Yeah, just... <laughs> His name is Troll. Don't, <laughs> don't let him lie to you, this motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, the first thing, you know, I think I said this in, in the introduction, is we're going to have a new segment where we talk about what happened this week. You know, it doesn't have to do with anything. You know, we're not talking about like news in politics, news in movies, just general news. What 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 came across your news desk this week? What? But before that, uh, since it's our maiden voyage, the pilot episode. Uh, this is your captain speaking. We're, <laughs> we're, we're reaching the cruise in altitude, and uh, oh shit, is that a duck? <laughs> oh my god, we're going down. <laughs> I have to do a, you know, Captain Sully who <laughs> landed the, the thing in the room. <laughs> oh, well, I'm being a Captain Sully. <laughs> mm, yeah, well, those were geese. All right, so, whatever. Oh my god. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, before we do the news, I have a little gift for you. You know, okay. seeing it uh, as it's our maiden voyage, like I said, uh, a little present from me to you. Okay. Oh, it's like an actual. What? What did you think? I thought it was just gonna be like a different topic. No. Oh my god. Well, what, what am I giving to you? A can of Seven Up free. Yeah, and can you tell them why I gave that to you? <laughs> because of the Liverpool match. <laughs> Yes. So in the last week, Liverpool beat Man United seven 0 <laughs> And then lost uh, to Bournemouth yes. one 0 <laughs> uh, Yes. Okay. Whatever. We. Uh, I wanted to record last week, but we, we were busy, right? So I had to wait a week uh, for this elaborate joke. <laughs> I went shopping. I went to like four shops to find a place where they sold seven up, and then they were selling this. Uh, what's this? No sugar one. But then I thought. You don't have sugar. You usually yes. have like Coke Zero and stuff. So I was, yeah. I was going to send a message like, <laughs> "Hey, do you like, <laughs> do you like Seven Up Zero? <laughs> yes or no? Then I'm like, "No, <laughs> let's leave it." She's gonna, he's gonna know. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, anyway, it just brought me a lot of joy. <laughs> what a moment! I mean, yeah. we had a four-one win on Thursday. So all right, fine, whatever. Yeah. Bro. I mean, it's, it's in not the seven, Europa League against yeah. uh, whoever betters, yeah. and we lost to Bournemouth. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I'm familiar with Klopp's game. I don't even watch the game. I'm like, I know you, bro. This is the thing. These O's they only get up in big games against the small teams. They're gonna, you know, shit their pants and you know play around, do nothing. So I went and I watched Scream, the new Scream movie, which uh, I'll talk a little bit about in the. Uh, recommendation section but uh yeah i think that's the end of this topic or not <laughs> this is not topic this new story right second new story that came across my desk this week was gary lineker is suspended from match of the day do you know what match of the day is yeah what is it it's just a show where they talk about the matches yeah it's like a recap show they, yeah. they show like uh so uh, how can i say this? due to like various uh business deals in the uk 
you can't just have like you know like here we have super sport where we get most of the games right yeah. so but like they have uh, games that kick off at the same time so they sell that time slot to different companies so and then one company will get like one game the other company will get another game so there's no you can't have one network broadcaster yes so uh, the match of the day where they do the recap if you don't if you haven't watched the other games this will give you a uh, you know a recap yeah. of what you must right so yeah. match of the day is very popular it's on the B- uh, B- the BBC right and uh, their current prime minister his name is Rishi Sunak he's a uh, just a right wing ghoul right <laughs> he uh, he gave the speech where he was saying uh, it's something like anti boat I'm anti boat yeah. but it's <laughs> it's not like he's against the concept of boats <laughs> what he means is there's migrants coming in on boats right? so he's saying is anti migrant but <laughs> I don't know why they were, I just saw a, a picture of him speaking and a little thing that said anti boat underneath <laughs> Obviously, it means he's against all yes, forms of boats. water-based transportation. He saw the Titanic break. He was like, yes. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. <laughs> oh. But anyway, yes. So, they turning away migrants. or uh, not, not even migrants. Like, people seeking ref, uh, refuge. Refugees seeking refuge. Right? <laughs> it's part of the... What's it called? The UN... Uh, I want to call it structures, but you know, they're rules, right? That uh, if you are a refugee, you go present your, yourself at a country and then they decide whether they let you in or not. So yeah. whether or not they are allowed to come in is not relevant. The refugees have to go to a place first to find out whether yeah. they'll be let in or not. So this guy is saying, don't come at all. We'll, <laughs> we'll send the boats away. Well, I think I haven't read too much into it, but I'm pretty sure their plan is to send people to Rwanda. Oh, right. oh yeah, I've, yes. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yes, but uh, so anyway, we're getting way, <laughs> way off off track, right? Yeah. Gary Lineker compared the anti-boat policy to 1930s Germany. I don't even think he said the word Nazi or like. Uh, no, <laughs> he, he just said this feels like a, you know, 1930s Germany, and he didn't do it on air. He did it like in a tweet in his own yeah. personal capacity or something like that. And uh, the BBC reprimanded him. I think his his. I don't know if he's been fired. I think he's just been suspended. Yeah. Right? As far as I know, it's just a suspension. And like Ian Wright, uh, I, I don't watch Man of the Day, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, all the other presenters have uh, pulled out. I just saw Ian Wright on Twitter. So that's why I said his name, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the rest of them, right? But yeah. this is it's what we call solidarity. It's good. Uh, this is a threat uh, a threat on free speech right somebody voicing opinion and the government well how can i say this it's very difficult to prove right but yeah. this the bbc oh it's not difficult to prove right the bbc is a public broadcaster yeah so it's a member it's not a member a subsidiary of the government right yeah so his bosses suspending him for making a political point is it's very similar to 1930s no man it's (laughs) (laughs) I was saying that's a free speech violation that because they taking uh, they reprimanding him for uh, saying a political view that they disagree with right so yeah I thought there was a interesting story I came across the desk (laughs) the next thing we have is Costa Titch dies at Ultra yeah and a little peek behind the curtain here 
my co-host went to Ultra. I I was there at Ultra. Yeah. Did you see this or? Um, we saw a medivac, but that was about it. Oh, yeah. all right. Because I I don't even know who this is. No no offense, no disrespect to this person, but I just saw it you know trending on Twitter last night. Nice. This person dies at Ultra. They collapse on stage. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, I've never heard of them. I. But that's a very uh, upsetting uh, thing. I can imagine the the festival goers weren't, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's traumatic thing to 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 watch. So it was actually yes. it was the act before we got there. So we got there quite late. Oh, but okay. um, yeah, as basically as soon as we got there, the medivac came in. Mm. But okay, so from what I've been reading, there's like a lot of conspiracy theories. Do you know who AKA is? Yes. So he's another South African artist who died a few weeks ago. Or rather was than is. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, this guy, uh, AKA was uh, apparently assassinated, right? Yes. And Costa Titch is a friend of his. So uh, oh, this is what I found out last night. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know their relationship, right? Yeah. But uh, the, the speculation is that this was also a... Uh, uh, Hit of a sorts. hit, yes, uh, but you know it seems very, you know, tragedies happen all the time. You know, uh, yeah. in either case, uh, rest in peace to this person. You know, hope they, I don't know, find peace in the afterlife. Yeah. All right. That's. Do you have any news? Um, not particularly. Wow. Because I, wow. I, I knew you were going to talk oh about God. the seven nil. So <laughs> <I just laughs> Is that the only news that happened this week? <laughs> It's the only thing that really stands out to me. All right. Oh, very narrow view of the world. Yeah, uh, that is true. Anyway, so can we get into the main topic of, of this week? Yeah, let's go, go for it. The Avatar. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the thing. We're recording this in March. Avatar yeah. came out in December. <laughs> yeah. It's been quite a while, <laughs> right? Uh, but I think this should be the first movie because it's great. <laughs> 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 First of all, it's great. Second of all, I think it should be the favorite to win Best Picture at the Oscars, which uh, another little peek behind the curtain. The Oscars is today or tonight. Uh, yeah. So we're recording this before we know. It's 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 nominated, but the uh, the word on the street is <laughs> that, <laughs> that everything, everywhere, all at once is gonna is the favorite to take Best Picture and you know scoop up a bunch of different yeah. awards. So it's a damn shame if you ask me because. In my opinion, Avatar, the best movie of 2022, hands down. It's not even a... Not there shouldn't be a debate. Everyone should know. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, that's why we're here to discuss it, right? But you... So, I mean, you've only watched it, like, what, 14 times or so? Yeah, I've watched it 15. 15 times. So, I mean, is that uh, really watch it again. To... Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, it's great. Yeah, but... Uh, so... I don't want to talk about uh, every single time. That I just want to bring up two. Okay. Anyway, we're getting uh, off track, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we, how can I say this? Uh, before this, I texted him like uh, a format that, that I want us <laughs> to go through. And this guy, he's just going all over the place, right? So the first thing is I want to provide some context for for the Avatar movie, right? Or the Avatar franchise in general, yeah. right? So in 2009, James Cameron releases Avatar, which is the highest grossing movie of all time overtaking the previous record which was also held by him <laughs> <laughs> for Titanic <laughs> uh, 
So, and the film was nominated for nine Oscars, including Best Picture, right? And it lost to The Hurt Locker, which was very interestingly directed by James Cameron's ex-wife, <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Bigelow, right? Well, he has a few ex-wives. He's a very famously divorced man, right? But one of his ex-wives, uh, they, they ran like, uh, how can I say this? You know, you don't just put out a movie and then hope for them to vote, right? You put yeah. out like a for your consideration campaign and you like, uh, how can I say this? Get the, you kind you, of earn the votes. Well, not earn, but. Well, you kind of like, uh, other people call it bribery. But <laughs> you kind of smooth it, uh, you know, make them more favorable to your movie, right? Yeah. So they ran like a, a media campaign that was like a David versus Goliath thing, right? Like, Oh, you're gonna really vote for this movie and made all the money. It, you know, it's it's gotten enough. Why don't you give this movie best picture? Uh, yeah. to uh, Hurt Locker, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, it works. <laughs> oh, what a shame, bro! Avatar it lost best picture to uh, Hurt Locker, and it's just one of the biggest robberies <laughs> of the 21st century. Uh, it was basically like just a person with a gun <laughs> held us up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just plain and simple <laughs> robbery. They held up the uh, whole general public. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you yeah. will vote for this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to this thing about that. It's the highest grossing movie of all time. Even now, uh, Avatar 2 has gone out of theaters, right? And it hasn't overtaken first Avatar. <laughs> yeah. it. I think it tapped out at number three behind uh, Avatar and Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Right? So the first Avatar is still the highest grossing movie and it's it attracts a lot of criticism criticism for this and some which is fair some which is extremely unfair and i think we should go through it before we even get into (laughs) avatar 2 right yeah so the fair criticism native american activists uh so i don't really know how to pronounce i haven't heard it pronounced out loud i've only seen it written down so i'm gonna try pronounce it as best i can it's asda kli ohanei right She's a Native American activist, like I said. Mm. Right? She says, Join natives and other indigenous groups around the world in boycotting this horrible and racist film. Our cultures were appropriated in a harmful manner to satisfy some white man savior complex. So <laughs> she used a white flag instead of saying white man, right? I'm just interpreting the tweet. Uh, she says, No more blue face. Lakota people are powerful. Bless you. Thank you. Right? This was tweeted in relation to the sequel, but it's mainly due, you know, about the first movie, yeah. right? Because the sequel is more based on like uh, Polynesian and like uh, yeah. Maori culture, while the first one was about the Lakota. Well, well I mean, they they still in the second, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but I mean, much more so in the first one than Definitely. the second one, right? Uh, and you know, people have taken this as an opportunity to make a a cheap joke at a, her expense, and you be yeah. like. Uh, how can this be appropriation? These people are blue, you know. <laughs> they right. They they are either purposefully or unintentionally misconstruing her point. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to how can I say this? Get to the substance of her critique. I don't want to just throw it out. Uh, right. Yeah. James Cameron has admitted, admitted that he based the Navi on the Lakota and Sioux tribes of northern america right he did it in an interview so yes it's it's not so and in that interview he says it's not meant to be subtle it's it's not supposed to be right uh so i just want to ask you what is the difference between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation so um from what i understand 
uh, appreciation is kind of like getting immersed in someone's culture and uh, well uh, I don't know a better word to use but appreciating it for what it is yeah. and kind of uh, like maybe if it's a different way of life you appreciate that different way yeah of well it's, it's sharing in the culture with other people you know uh, if you're off the culture you share in with other people and those outsiders uh, appreciate it yeah right appropriation um, it's kind of like stealing someone's culture well, not stealing. It's uh, if you try to profit from their culture. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, like, say in this case, it's Native Americans, right? Yeah. He based the Navi on the Native Americans, like their hairstyles, uh, the story of their history, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. So, both this first movie and the second movie are one hundred percent cultural appropriation movies, right? Because they did profit from it. Yeah. You know. Oh, and sorry. Let me just clarify. I uh, I know this is the highest grossing movie and third highest grossing movie of all time, but yeah. it's not about the money. It's the fact that they tried to profit from it. Even if it made zero dollars, it would still be cultural appropriation because the the attempt to profit, not uh, just <laughs> the fact that it you know is the highest grossing movie, yeah. is kind of like uh, insult to injury. You know, it's uh, a problem, not a problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, but so why are we not boycotting this? Um, it's a very good question. Look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I don't see it as a big issue, right? Okay. Cultural appropriation, because like I believe you can take uh, inspiration in your in your art. Like, say you like Chinese culture and you want to draw like one of the dragons that you see in their their pictures or something like that and you have it in like a game or something like you should be able to do that you know uh, you should be able to take inspiration from the world around you but i do understand that there are people who feel very strongly you know about cultural appropriation and that it's wrong so to them i agree you should boycott or you know i agree with their position of boycotting it's just that i don't personally agree with it yeah. Right. My line for a boycott is, uh, how can I say this? Trying to portray them negatively or oh, yeah. trying to do harm. Yeah. You know, a couple of weeks ago, J.K. Rowling. Oh, right. My goodness. So J.K. Rowling, uh, you know, she's the creator of the Harry Potter, pe- <coughs> not Potter, <laughs> <laughs> the Harry Potter <laughs> franchise. Right. She um, uses her money and her status, you know, as a very influential person to. Uh, harass and like bully trans people right and uh, recently they came out with a game yeah. uh, based Hogwarts. on Hogwarts right yeah. Hogwarts uh, so there, there's a big debate about should that uh, game be boycotted or not and in that case yes because she is using the money from that movie to harm this community yeah. right but while James Cameron in the movie he's not portraying them negatively he's not you know using the the money from this to harm the, the the group that he's depicting he's just depicting them yeah right that's my how i view it right but like i said i totally understand if you are one of those people that you feel cultural appropriation is very bad you don't want to deal with it you want to boycott that's fine so that's why i put this under fair criticism right because yeah. it's totally fair yeah i would agree i'd say it's a reasonable to uh suggest that 
if they're taking your culture and making a profit off of it, mm. you can boycott it. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's completely reasonable. Yes. Anyway. Cool. So, on to the bullshit criticism. <laughs> right. And before I get into it, I just want to reiterate something I've said like five times now. Avatar is the highest grossing movie of all time, right? So the subtext of these criticisms is that, you know, fans of other movies, mainly the Marvel movies, are upset that Avatar made so much money. They, you know, the Avatar, quote-unquote, doesn't deserve to have made that much money, right? Okay. Yeah. Be- because... I think Endgame overtook it briefly, yeah. right? And yeah. they re-released Avatar. <laughs> it just walloped it, right? So, and uh, how can I say this? That That's the, the subtext of uh, most of this bullshit criticism that, uh, I guess, jealousy or yeah. I don't know how else to, yeah. to say it, right? Uh, I think you're right, yeah. But yeah, so before, let me just get why into this is so dumb, right? In 2018, the Disney Corporation bought the Fox Corporation. Fox is what made Avatar. Disney Disney owns Lucasfilm and Marvel and Pixar. You know, just a bunch of things, right? They added Fox to the stable, right? (laughs) So they're all part of one big company, right? So (laughs) it's it's like you're just, you're you're arguing, uh, you know, which property of this massive uh, corporation made the most money. That's, That's what you're... Uh, you know, arguing about. I yeah. I like to, what's the word, like, uh, I take an interest in the box office uh, amounts and stuff like that, but I'm not, like, uh, hoping one will make more money <laughs> or one will make less money or whatever. Like, uh, I think, yeah. you know, like, scanning for a major corporation is very lame, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. to each their own, right? Yeah, uh, of course. Can I ask you something? What is antitrust? Antitrust? Hmm. If I were to guess, it's like not trusting something. (laughs) (laughs) So, we live under capitalism, correct? Yes, correct. And one of the alleged benefits of capitalism is that in the free market, uh, you know, anyone can start a business. And because anyone can start a business, we have uh, competition. Yeah. And that competition, because of the competition, you know, uh, they try to outdo the other com- uh, competitors by bringing prices down with making better products, uh, yeah. etc. That's what they tell us, right? Yeah. Uh, but this guy, his name is Karl Marx, right? He just I've heard of him. <laughs> he asked a question, right? He's like, "What if you know one company just becomes so good at what they're doing, right, that yeah. they start buying up their competitors and they form a, a monopoly, right? Yeah. What's to stop that from happening in a free market?" Yeah. And the right wing doesn't have a very good answer to that, right? Yeah. So the what the people we call centrists but uh how can I say this? In my worldview they are not centrist. These are complete right wingers, but oh, <laughs> but whatever, right? They label themselves centrists, right? Okay. They uh they have like a lot of laws. It's uh the idea is called Keynesian uh, economics, right? Okay. And one of those ideas in, in Keynesian and economics is antitrust, right? right. Which stops... Uh, so a judge, if one company tries to buy another company to, and, you know, they could possibly uh, become a monopoly, you have, like, a judge or somebody who makes a ruling, like, no, yeah. uh, this would make make you have too much of the... Uh, the market share. The market share, so uh, you're not allowed to do this, yeah. right? 
to maintain the alleged uh, <laughs> benefits of capitalism, we have to have laws that stop the free market. But, you know, any right-thinking person would say, oh, so if you have these laws that stop a free market, then it's not a free market anymore. <laughs> but I digress, right? That's yeah. not what I'm trying to say at this moment. The point being, when Disney bought the Fox Corporation, that was a huge antitrust <laughs> violation, right? Violation. They own, okay, uh, from the articles I've read, it ranges from anywhere to 28 to 40 percent of the entire entertainment industry is owned by Disney at this point. That's a which, substantial amount. Yes, it's a substantial amount. But uh, how can I say this? Who's going to stop them, right? Yes. The only it. way to stop this is if the government, you know, steps in and says this is not allowed, yeah. right? But uh, this happened under Trump's Justice Department, mm-hmm. right? But the Disney Corporation is a quote-unquote left-wing corporation, right? I see. So why would Trump, a right-winger, help a quote-unquote left-wing corporation? I have no idea. It's almost as if the, the moneyed <laughs> class <laughs> help each other out, regardless of quote-unquote their public-facing uh, 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 opinions. Almost. Right? Almost. But anyway... We got in way off track. <laughs> track. We just <laughs> gone into politics now. We're not talking about oh my god. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so like I said, the subtext of all this is they like some other movie and they feel their movie should have made more money than Avatar. That's why they are upset about Avatar, right? Yeah. So one of the things they say is Avatar had no pop cultural impact. Hmm. So what what do we mean by that? Uh, like pop culture. Or yeah. just the general... Yeah. Uh, so it's not like parodied in other movies. You know, like when yeah. The Matrix came out. For like two, three years, everyone was doing like, you know, uh, slow motion slow way mode, where yeah. you like go back. The bullet and, dodge. Yeah, the bullet dodge. Yes, yeah. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is somebody just going back? <laughs> just stretching their back. <laughs> yes, they were dodging a bullet. <laughs> but yeah, they don't parody it in other you know, TV shows, they don't, uh, yeah. TV shows and movies, they, they don't make like memes of it on the internet. You don't see a lot of avatar memes. Yeah. That's, that's what they mean by no pop cultural impact. Yeah. Right. As far as the memes go, I'd like to point you to a movie about a doctor that came out last year. Right. Okay. It came out and it bombed. It did very poorly, but okay. It was so bad that people started making memes of it on the internet, right? Mm. <laughs> and the Sony Corporation saw these memes and they were like, wow, it's having such a pop cultural impact. What if we re-release this movie? So like two months later, they re-released the movie and it bombed again. Because they, they, these people were making fun of it. They weren't, they weren't laughing with them. They were laughing at it. Yes. So these, these memes gaslit the corporation into... These people online bullied a corporation into re-releasing this movie about a doctor right and it bombed twice and it had memes it had pop cultural impact and but anyway that, that's what I'm saying pop yeah. culture has nothing to do with the quality of a movie right yeah. that, that's my <laughs> point I'm trying to make this is bullshit criticism yeah. and by the way the first time I saw this was in Parks and Rec right Okay. and who said it Leslie Nope one of these fucking Disney adults, right? <laughs> Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec is a how can I say a hero t- to these Disney adults who just watch Disney movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she said it to I can't remember if she said it or her boyfriend said it. And a boyfriend played by Louis C.K., who's a real fucking <laughs> he is a comedian who jacked off in front of uh, <laughs> women comedians and he got cancelled, right? <laughs> 
I'm not saying he's a you know he's a sex creep because he didn't like Avatar, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm implying. <laughs> but <laughs> How did you? Yeah. But anyway, ABC also owned by the Disney Corporation, right? So that's what I'm saying. This this has been a uh, a years long uh, fucking. Uh, harassment campaign against avatar to say oh no pop cultural impact yeah anyway back to the doctor <laughs> yes what's his name the doctor i have no idea dr michael morbius <laughs> that's the <laughs> <laughs> that's the movie that bomb twice <laughs> that's a- <laughs> But but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Pop cultural impact has nothing to do with them. That's one of the worst movies of last year. Right? But you're right. There's memes about it everywhere. There's memes about it all the time. Yeah. But is it a good movie? No. Right? So this pop cultural impact argument is bullshit. I don't want to ever hear about it again. Right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Got you. The I second... Alright. <laughs> the second bullshit argument is that it's uh, unoriginal. Right? Okay. They compare to Dances with Wolves, a movie I've never seen, so I can't... Uh, <laughs> I can't... Uh, what's the word? Uh, re- deny or agree with those claims. I just don't know. Yeah. Another movie called Fern Gully, which I also haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> The Last of the Mohicans, which I also haven't seen, but I have read the book of The Last of the Mohicans. We did in yeah. school. Yeah. Uh, Pocahontas, which yeah. I have seen the movie and uh, I mean, yeah. I've read the book, right? But one that's never mentioned is John Carter of Mars. Yes. Which uh, I've been speaking about this yes, for the yeah. past couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, so, so this is the problem. <laughs> Even when we we're talking about uh, cultural appropriation, appreciation, we were speaking about this like a few yeah. weeks ago because yeah. I've just been harassing people about Avatar <laughs> for the past few months. <laughs> so, so a lot of the stuff I'm saying here, yeah, he already knows because I've given him a lecture before. <laughs> but yes, so um, the they say it's unoriginal because you know it's uh, it's drawing from all these movies and once again that's bullshit criticism. Right? Yeah. Because having an unoriginal plot is not a... How can I say this? It's not a breaking... It's not a deal breaker. It's not a deal breaker, right? Having a bad plot, yes, I agree. That yeah. is a deal breaker. But nobody's calling it bad. They're just saying it's unori- It's retreading stuff that they've seen before. That's yeah. the first thing. The second thing is, have you seen Avatar? Yes. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not being I wasn't being literal I mean the the movie is not about the plot it's about the technology and the the visuals that you know that this yeah. new technology created right because it's a beautiful movie right it's it's, uh, it's, it's incredible it's, it's outstanding right yeah. the, the the visuals so the plot is just like a coat rack that you're putting your coat on right? yeah. <laughs> it's it's there to um uh, how can I say this? Like hold the, to give structure to the visuals, right? Yeah. That that's my my point here. And again, nobody's calling it bad. They're calling it unoriginal. This, yeah. if it was a bad plot, I would say okay, the visuals don't make up for a bad plot. Yeah. But it's not a bad plot, no. right? So again, bullshit criticism. <laughs> I've had enough of them. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, right? And I've been fighting for these these people for at least two years now, right? <laughs> But, uh, okay, so the next part of our review is the personal, how can I say this? The, the takings from... No, 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 no. 
our personal viewing uh, experiences? experiences, right? So the first, oh, I'll go with mine first, right? right so the first one, I watched with my friend. Uh, my friend was on shrooms, <laughs> not me. Uh, it's my friend, right? So we watched Avatar and he saw the visuals and he saw, you know, in the little details, uh, is like, what, because I had never seen Avatar before, right? right? When it came out in 2009, it just, I never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> but it did introduce this like uh, trend that I really hated. I don't like 3D glasses, right? Oh uh, yeah. But mentioned that. Yes. Right. <laughs> so for years, for like five, seven years after Avatar came out, every movie, they did what we call a post-conversion 3D. Yeah. So they just film it and then after it's done, they add in a little bit of 3D elements. Yeah. Right. Where versus like Avatar, which was built from the ground up as a 3D movie. Yeah. Right. So uh, even, how can I say this? It was responsible for this bad trend that I didn't like. Yeah. So <laughs> I also had like bad feelings towards this movie and I'd yeah. never seen it. Right. Yeah. So I, I can't remember if it was 2021 or 2022. I watched the first one with okay. my friend who was on Shrooms, not me. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> it was so amazing. <laughs> I'm like, Pandora. <laughs> I'm having the time of my life in Pandora. <laughs> Right, so I've been very well. I was going through James Cameron's filmography. Yeah, and uh, it's not my favorite James Cameron movie. My favorite is Terminator Two, yeah. number one, unbelievable movie. But it's certainly the best visual movie, yeah. right? And uh, up until Avatar Two, like the most uh, visually beautiful movie of the two thousands, yeah. right? Maybe of all time. <laughs> Possibly, right? To be honest, yeah. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> we were saying something just now. Avatar was responsible for. Yes, our personal experience, right? Uh, yeah. So that was my experience with Avatar One. Yeah. Avatar Two, I went with you and another friend, and that friend was in Shrooms, yeah. right? <laughs> and we watched the movie, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because once again, me and my friend, we watched it on uh, this TV that we're looking at right now. Right, it's uh-huh. it's the small screen to put it lightly. Yeah. Right, whereas the visuals are meant to be enjoyed on the big screen. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So, yes, what a time! And uh, like my co-host has said fifteen times, this is not a joke. This is not parody. <laughs> this is not exaggeration. This is not. Uh, all those other words, right? <laughs> it's none of them. This is the truth. I've seen it 15 times, bro. In theaters, right? So that was my... Uh, but like I said, I'm not going to speak about all 15 times. I just want to speak about two. Yeah. The one I went with you yeah. and my friend. Yeah. And then I went with my parents and yeah. my friend who was on shrooms, not me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> bro, that was a bad experience, right? Because okay. like we, we were at the back of the theater, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We uh, so when I went with my parents, we were like in the second or third row, uh, from the back. Yes, from the yeah. back, and the people behind us were so rude. My oh. God, like they were putting their feet on the seat oh. uh, in front of them. Which, listen, uh, I don't do that, but I understand if it's an empty theater, you want to maybe put your legs up there. Uh, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, I prefer you don't. But I'm saying uh, yeah. nobody's gonna know, right? Yeah. But if you're in a full theater and there's somebody in front of you and you put your feet up, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Yeah, that's just gross. It's, uh, I just don't know. And then uh, the person behind me was like kicking my, uh, my seat. I don't know if they were, I don't know what was going on, but like yeah. they were 
just like moving their legs and i just kept on be, turning around and being like yo what the fuck yeah right and they had these kids with them who just wouldn't stop talking Ugh. it's so like i don't want to shout at other people's kids right so i'm just looking at this kid with uh with like a furious look on my face <laughs> right and he's doing he just keeps on talking and it was so fucked up i hated yeah. it bro i hated that viewing experience i don't hate the movie <laughs> so was, I, every every time all 15 times i cried i laughed i you know i went through all the emotions but it's uh, that one most of the times it was like an empty theater i go like during the week yeah. uh, cuz i work from home i can just go to the movies come back you know do my work yeah uh, there's no harm no foul right yeah. but so it's usually an empty theater i have it to myself uh uh Yeah, but with kids with uh, people that are rude it's just fucking upsetting bro. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you yourself. My so Avatar 1. I mean, it came out when I was quite young. So I like I I remember watching it at home on the big screen. So you also didn't see it in cinemas. Uh, no, I never saw it in cinemas. Mm. Um but I did, I didn't really remember it all that well. So uh then I I watched it again uh I think on Monday. Yeah, in so, preparation for this podcast. Yeah, not exactly. in, not in preparation for the second movie before <laughs> this fucking podcast. I watched the second before yes, I watched yes, the first. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My god. In the movie in Avatar 2 he kept asking me, "Hey, what's that? <laughs> what's that about?" <laughs> uh, but yeah, carry on. But yeah, so um I mean, it was just a fantastic movie. Like there's not much I can say other than it was brilliant. All right. All right. Yeah. And you had popcorn. Uh at home. No. At the movie. Oh, I dropped my the first one. So. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, sorry, one. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The second one, yeah, there was popcorn involved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, I watched it. Uh, that was Okay, that was the first time I watched it. And mm. then I watched it again in preparation. Mm, mm, mm. And I took some very notes. interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh yeah, I watched that on Friday. Mm. So it was like it's pretty recent in my mind. Mm, mm, yeah. All right, good. Yeah. So what's the next thing we said? <laughs> it's our personal interactive movie then like a recap, right? Yeah, like a run through. A run through. So Avatar 2 it starts off with uh, Jake sort of putting us in context of where we are, right? Yeah. Skype people went back to it, but some people stayed. Yeah. Oh, the first thing he, he does is he tells us about his kids. Yeah. Like every song beat, yeah. right? And uh he adds a song beat for every child. Yeah. The first being Natayam. Yeah. The hunter. Oh. <laughs> yes, this is at the end and then you're crying. Oh my god. Oh my yeah, wait, god. Wait, we'll get to that. We'll yes. Get to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, Sigourney Weaver's child who played by Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Kiri. Kiri. Yeah. Uh who's uh, um well we'll get to it, right? But yeah. she's like uh you know the Tahik. Yeah. The Tahik is the spiritual leader of the clan, which yeah. is played by CCH founder uh Natiri's mother. Yeah. And uh Sigourney Weaver is giving her tips on, you know, what's the yeah. best uh, thing to do. So like she's very like spiritual. But that's that's only after the raid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm yeah, but yeah. I'm just trying to give their character Okay. Right? Yeah. So there's the two of them, then this Loak. Yeah, yeah. But they Loak, you know, I watched it the other day. They don't introduce Loak and Tuk. 
Yeah. They just they, 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 they say the first two, then they say he says before I knew it we had four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he just doesn't make... give a He doesn't give an introduction to Lord get to quote a Boston. <laughs> yeah, and then he says and then there was Spider. Yeah. Who uh is a uh, spoiler alert, Quarch's son. Yeah. Colonel Miles Quarch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um what was going to say. So yeah, they have the kids and then they go on date night. Oh, where, date night is such a fantastic <laughs> sequence right where you see all the colors oh, and oh yeah. And again, I was saying this in the Avatar commentary, right? A lot of directors they're allergic to color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the colors in this movie are so beautiful. It's bro. just so vivid. Yes. Oh. People love their day, their dull gray bullshit, bro. But yeah. this is what this is what movies are about. Yeah. <laughs> the color. <laughs> hmm. Experiencing color. Yeah. So they go on date night and they just. Uh, I think it's like post sex. <laughs> she, she's like leading on him and then he's like a new a new star in the sky. Yeah. Right? And uh that could only mean one thing. The sky people have returned, right? Yeah. Have you seen a movie called Come and See? I can't say that I have. So it's like um it's a Russian movie that came out in the 80s, right? Okay. It's about the Second World War. Okay. And it's like one of the only movies that really really I know war movies are horrible right for i mean i mean yeah. uh, not horrible like they they portray horrible stuff yeah. come and see is one of the r- ones that really portray how horrific war is right oh, okay. yeah. and this uh, like opening sequence of uh, avatar yeah uh, with the you know you just see this huge fire where they burn all the animals yeah. and shit that was very like come and see to me when i saw it. okay <laughs> come yeah. and see to me <laughs> it was very like the movie come and see to me It's very right. like brutal. If, yes, and evocative of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very fucked up. I was shaking my head in the <laughs> the first time I saw it. I was like, not good folks. <laughs> If it was me, I wouldn't do that personally. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> But yeah, I love how and I was saying this all throughout the first commentary as well. The scale, right? Yeah. How big like <laughs> the, the ship opens and there's this these giant mechs <laughs> coming out. Uh You, I like. I thought like humans would walk out, yeah. and then you see humans walk out behind them, and, and they like these like, small things and uh, scale, yeah. scale. It's right? it's like in the first movie as well when you see that massive digger thing. Yes, yes. That, like, and then you see a little tiny human ant thing next mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. this is massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the where we so the sky people cub they fuck yeah. it up right? Yeah. Then there's a 10 year gap. Uh is it 10 years? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So this is the thing, right? The the movie is set 14 years after. Uh after the first. Yeah. Okay. So based in real time. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe 13. But yeah. yeah so we're right supposed off. to think uh Loak Nateam Kerry, they were all born in that first three years. Yes. Then there's a ten year gap, so they all like thirteen, fourteen, which oh. is not what I got from them. I felt like they were older teens. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't know how the Navi age. You know. So they they say it in the first movie that the Navi mature fully on the flight out from uh, Earth to Pandora, right? Uh, it's it's no like, no no, but that's the the bodies they made. Yeah. But I'm assuming yeah, that's not native Navi. 
but I'm assuming they grow at like relatively the same rate. I don't know about that. I don't. I don't. That's just an assumption you've made. But yeah, yeah carry on. So it takes like ten years to make a body. Uh, okay. Yeah. A full, fully grown yeah. body, right? Yeah. But uh, they like still teens when. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe like natural now, we age slower. Yeah. Than the because the the okay, yeah. the avatar they made for Jake. That's science. That's not a a born. Yeah. Thing, you know. Yeah. Because uh, they splice the gene genomes and that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's why I think it's. To me, they felt like 17, 18. Yeah, but definitely felt older. And the thing is, Spider, you know, uh, he seems like he's 18, 19. Oh, I don't know. How old do you think he is? I'd, I would say from his portrayal, he's like maybe 12 or 13. 12? Yeah. He's so fucking jacked, bro. I know he's, he's jacked. But he's bigger than I'll ever be in my life. <laughs> that guy is fucking out of control. <laughs> oh my god. He's 12 years old. No, I, 12. I know, right? But like, if. So think of it like this, right? If you were like. So uh, so he's like a few years old before the movie. Before the, the first movie. Right? Because Quaritch had him. Yeah. And he was a baby. Yeah. So he's like one or two years old. Yeah. And then there's a 13 year. Okay. So he should be like 15 maybe. 15. Yeah, okay. 15 sounds reasonable. I yeah. still think he's like 19, 20, 18, 19, 20, bro. Yeah. He's so fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I think, okay, so we are just going to do a recap, but I see yeah. we're just like chatting through it. So I think yeah. we should, uh, you know, just uh, chat about it, right? Yeah. So okay. Spider is obviously Tarzan, right? Yeah. Because uh, as I was saying, the first Avatar movie is a, a riff on John Carter of Mars. Yeah. Right. John Carter of Mars, he's a Confederate soldier. Do you know what that is? Yes. Right. In America, they they had a, a civil war, right? Yeah. The Confederates were pro slavery and the Union Army were anti slavery, right? Yeah. And John Carter is a Confederate, so is pro slavery and um, he loses, but he, I mean, he loses the civil war. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he gets this like amulet that transports him to Mars, or in the book it's called Basun. Yeah. Right. And um, how can I say this? The point of the book is he was uh, on the wrong side of a war on Earth and he goes to a new planet to get a second chance at uh, being on the right yeah, side. Yeah, being on the right side of history, right? Yeah. Which is the same thing as the first Avatar. Jake is. Uh, I don't think we're told what war he was in. I think Quaritch just says something like, Venezuela, there was a hell of a job, kid, yeah. or something like that. Right? Yeah. But the real world. world uh, can I say this thing that it's referring to is the Iraq war yeah right obviously yeah that happened in like 2004 2003 this came out in 2009 it's very clearly in reference to that Jake is supposed to be a well I know like I said it's said way in the future like 2154 but the yeah. what's the word I'm looking for allegory um yeah I guess allegory could kind yeah. of work uh, the allegory is yeah. the Iraq war yeah right so he's on the wrong side of the Iraq war he's an American so yeah. he gets to Pandora where he gets to do the right thing. Yeah. Right. And be on the right side of history, sending the, the people back. Yeah. Written by Edgar Rice Burroughs that he wrote the John Carter. I think it's called like a princess of Mars and you know, it's something of Mars. Yeah. That's the John Carter series. But yeah. Edgar Rice Burroughs also wrote Tarzan. Huh. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, which is obviously why spider is in this movie. And also I think, it just goes to show the craft when you see 
like the blue people in the background and you see a human interacting with it and it still looks flawless yeah. right because even in the first movie it's yeah, it looked like that but it's you don't see humans in like live action you know like running through the forest and stuff yeah. you see him running through here and it's like it's still flawless right yeah. so partly because it's Tarzan partly <laughs> partly to show the difference between an RV running through the forest and a a, a, a human you know the yeah. it's it's once again stunning <laughs> right um what else will we talking about so we're talking about the ages right yeah yeah anyway so there's a train heist yeah oh i love a train heist <laughs> in a movie <laughs> and you know uh that that scene where it like crashes yeah that but like tipping yes and yeah. it, it flips over yeah. oh my god bro that's incredible it's incredible right <laughs> and you know uh i want to draw a parallel to the marvel movies mm-hmm. right because like again you know, they're going to be like oh pressure obsessed <laughs> or something like that but right they're the ones who started this <laughs> they have trouble bashing i'm just responding to them right so yeah. uh and i used to blame it on this place but i'll get back to why i don't anymore it's okay. it's called the volume right oh yeah it's a, yeah it's a sound stage where they they film stuff in the marvel movies and yeah. uh i was saying in thor and love and thunder last year yeah. uh the end sequence uh, spoiler alert <laughs> right they go to they go to uh eternity yeah. which is a physical being and it yeah. seems like they're just in like one big room right you don't get the like yeah. depth it just feels like it's in a warehouse or something right yeah and oh and then the same thing with ant-man and the wasp which also came out like a few weeks ago right yeah i saw it and I, and it just looks hollow right yeah. uh, I, so this is not my area of expertise so i can't pre- like precisely say like what what's wrong with it but it just looks like they're in a big fucking room yeah. right but um in preparation for this i was watching some stuff avatar was also filmed at the volume oh, right interesting <laughs> so it's just like if you're willing to put the fucking work in this it can look magnificent but yeah. uh you know other people other crooks they <laughs> they'll, they'll misuse the technology right yeah yeah oh speaking about technology i should have mentioned this in the context there was so much stuff <laughs> i forgot to write it down all right look it's okay so it's been 13 years since the the first one came out right yes. the reason it took this long is not because like uh, how can i say it's just making it took that long it's yeah. they needed to make better technology yeah. right it's notoriously difficult to film underwater yeah underwater sequences so they built a new camera specifically, specifically for underwater right yeah. and when that was built he uh he said he's just going to film the rest of them now you know yeah like uh the third one is already full, fully filmed yeah it, they just need to do effects and such that's why it's coming out in a year <laughs> a year and 9 months yeah right december 2024 yes but it's uh so so like i said the and it's not like he waited around for <laughs> for a new camera to be built his team is the the team that built the, the underwater camera james cameron's yeah. team his effects team built the underwater camera so you know i think there's a good lesson there yeah you can't wait around for <laughs> for something to happen you got to go out and do it right if you want something done right and this is actually the the same thing that happened uh for the first one right yeah. he came up with the idea in 95 
Yo. After watching Pokemon. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and he went to his effects team and said, can we do this, this, this? And they said, no. And uh, they worked on the technology and uh, Peter Jackson uh, used it for Gollum. Oh, right. And, and that was also a step forward. And uh, yeah. eventually by around like 2005, they, they got the technology where they wanted it. And then uh, it was still like another three and a half years they made the movie and it came out in 2009. Yeah. So similarly, it's not so much that uh, it's more that they, they still have to build the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They have to break the barrier to, to make the movie. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that was the one thing about the underwater camera the second thing is there's something called high frame rate yeah right okay. which i don't 100 percent understand right but um, apparently most movies are filmed in 24 frames per second yeah and the hobbit movies uh tried this experiment where they put it up to 48 yeah right and this gives it more uh like a how can i say this? it's it's just kind of smoother yes something like that yeah. right uh, but it doesn't like jive well with people and it made certain people throw up in the theaters because it like fucked with their perception yeah right so this new Avatar movie has a lot of high frame rate yeah. but James Cameron instead of using it throughout the whole movie he just uses it in certain parts in the bits where like maybe something's moving quickly yeah, yeah in like moving. action scenes yeah right but I once again, this is not my area of expertise. I didn't notice any of that shit. <laughs> 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 it's, it's only when I've read about it afterwards, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, once again, I'm just there to watch it. I'm not, I don't need to understand how it happens. This is what we call movie magic, right? I'm there to be entertained. I'm not there to, you know, like a, a magician, you don't want to... Some people do, but uh, most people don't want to find out how it's done. Yeah. You want to be entertained. You want to be tricked, uh, as it were. Yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, just in preparation, I had to read that stuff. So I thought, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, the the gamers in our audience will know. Because, the gamers. Yeah. Is they, do they play around with frame rates? Uh, yeah. So like uh, a lot of games back in the day were like 30 FPS, right? And, uh, I mean, like, back then it was considered really smooth and, like, really comfort, uh, comfortable, right? But uh, nowadays, a lot of games have pushed it up to, like, a minimum of 60. Mm. And so if you... Uh, yes, well... Uh, sorry, sorry. To no, but the, uh, through my reading, I found out that humans can only perceive at 60 frames per second. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you really... Like, now if you go back and you... Um, you play on 30 and you play on 60. Um, now a lot of, like, especially high-level players, they cannot play on 30 FPS because it's just... Too it's, grainy. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. too, like, janky. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it ruined them. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, so let's just back, get back into it. Try yes, okay. Train nice. Yes, train nice. And this is the first time... Uh, we see Loak. Well, we saw him before, but he didn't yeah. say anything. Yeah. He goes in to steal the guns. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Dad is going to kill us, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. Once again, <laughs> we need to go back, right? So there's a framing device in this movie, the same that they use in The Hunt for Red October. Right? Oh, okay, in, yeah. in The Hunt for Red October, uh, we're following the Russian... Uh, the Red October. Yes, they, it's, the they, it's yeah. their submarine, right? Yeah. And 
when we first hear well we don't hear someone speaking we hear like a radio broadcast yeah. it's in russian and there's subtitles yeah. and then the camera moves the camera moves and once we get into the submarine they still speak with subtitles and then suddenly somebody somebody speaks in english yeah. and everyone speaks in english and they drops the, the subtitle tools drop away yeah. so we we're, we're meant to understand that they're speaking russian while you know just for the audience's oh, benefit they're yes. speaking english yeah. the same thing happens in this movie jake yeah. says um you know it took me a while to get it through my thick skull but once it did it became uh, the same as english right yeah. so he's our point of view yeah uh, because there are times in the movie where he's not around and we see them speak navi yeah. when the quaritch and his team are yeah you know harassing people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they speak in navi so yes it's kind of only when jake is around but now but we do see it when jake's not around um where when loak and uh, the teens are hanging out oh yeah cuz then they're speaking in it. uh but they might be speaking in <laughs> but English. i'm saying it's hmm? it's the framing device that, that that that's what i'm trying to get at well we're supposed to understand everyone speaking navi except for like quaritch and his mates uh yeah. uh natiri does speak english yeah uh i don't think the water clan speak english um i don't because know. grace taught uh Yeah, she the, taught them English. So we, yeah, so why would the the for uh, Ometakaya? Yes. Yeah. I remember that. I the Metkayin and the Ometakaya, I know them. I okay. know them very well. Oh, you know them personally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. On a spiritual basis, yeah. you just you're there. I'm one of the tribe. Fuck you. <laughs> you plugged into the spirit tree. Yes. The underwater spirit tree. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh where were we? Um, Shit. It sounds like English to me. Yes, language. no, but we jump back. We have to train okay. us, right? Sorry, wait. That's just... because I said, oh, dad's going to kill us, bro. That's <laughs> what made me think of the the English. Yeah. Yes, yeah. What do you say? Uh, you know when they're hanging out as teens, then I think it uh it switches to Loax perspective. And because Loax uh yeah, fluent in English and um Navi, mm-hmm. he then becomes our translator instead mm-hmm. of Jake. I guess, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, it's just a And yeah, cuz when we see Quaritch and uh Spider, they yeah. uh what's the word? We we can't hear the Navi. We see it as a subtitle. Yeah. Right? yeah. Huh. Huh. I think you've solved it. Loak <laughs> is our translator. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the, the trade heist. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I keep coming back to this. <laughs> what a sequence yeah. once again. Um mm, yeah. And then they because Loak and yeah but I'm, i mean yeah. like it, you think about the great train robberies yeah that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, they obviously don't capsize the train they just rob the people on the train usually yeah. but uh, <laughs> this is a more extreme version <laughs> yes 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 avatar is taking you know the themes and the, all the best ideas from pop culture and putting it oh yeah. fuck by the way talking about pop culture right what yeah. is avatar about what is avatar about it's about people uh fuck you with the planet and the military environmentalism <laughs> yes so look around you that's the pop cultural impact of avatar you fucking disney fucks like um that that lady uh what's her name the the general yes she says earth is dying. dying yeah but oh uh, but yeah so train heist we're done with that right yeah right introducing to my main man <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's too early Steven Lang. Oh, oh that. Okay. 
He's not, um, he's not my main man. Yeah. One, one of my guys. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were right. talking about your main whale. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Stephen Lang is so good. And uh, like I said, this is we're recording this the day before the Oscars. Yeah. He wasn't even nominated, bro. Unbelievable. Honestly, I've wa- I watch a lot of movies. He should be firm favorite for best supporting actor. Yeah. But uh, truly, we live in an unjust world with <laughs> anti-alien bias. <laughs> uh, he's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he wakes up. Uh, he fights with <laughs> people, <laughs> and then uh, they play him the the little message from uh, Human Courage. Yeah. Remember, kid, Marine can't be defeated, or you can kill us, but we just regroup in hell. Semper Fi. Bro, <laughs> 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 uh, this whole end, we see Giovanni for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Just a bit. Yeah, uh, billionaire industrialist Parker Selfridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was. He was the main. Was he the main villain of the first one? Uh, because he wanted them to destroy the. Yeah, because Quaritch is working for him. Yeah. Right. He's the main antagonist, yes, but yeah. I mean Giovanni is above him in the pecking order. Yeah. So realistically, he's the villain. Like yeah. Yeah, but uh, but I'm saying he's probably going to come back for more because he's still alive, right? They sent him back to Earth. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like very high build on the cast, and he was only in that little one scene. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. why I'm thinking is he has a bigger role yeah. in all this. Yeah, but mm. we can discuss that later. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I was just saying because they. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something else, but I just want to get to the next thing where he's like, I know you're all asking yourself the same <laughs> question. Why so blue? <laughs> Bro, okay, you can tell him in the theater the first time he said that I laughed so loud. <laughs> you told me to. <laughs> Why so blue? You just burst out laughing. It was the whole theater turned to look at us. That's what an outstanding line. So anyway, then this sets up the stakes of the movie, right? Though that squad, they are on a hunting mission to go kill Jake Sully. He's the. Oh well, they don't tell them that yet. Just. He still has to meet the colonel. Yeah. Right. Oh no. Well, they know the idea of the mission that they have to go hunt Jake Sully. Yeah. Just colonel tells him the specifics when they get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, like, they come back, Jake. So this is the thing. This is another through line through the movie. One of the main themes I want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the Cameron family meeting? The Cameron family meeting. Yes. Um. Well, I'm assuming it's a, it's like a James Cameron staple to have a family meeting. No. Yeah, I tried. All right. So, like I said, very famously divorced. Yes. Right. But right. Yes. <laughs> he's had a wife uh, now for quite a long while. They haven't divorced. Okay. Uh, I forget her name. Sorry. Uh, uh, Sorry to James Cameron's <laughs> wife if you're listening to this. How do you want to say James Cameron's wife? Sorry, Mrs. Cameron. <laughs> that, that I don't know your name. Why should I apologize to James Cameron's wife? Okay, yes. yes Mrs. You. Cameron. Sorry, Mrs. Cameron. I'm right. sorry, but Mrs. Cameron. So he has, like, 
children from a previous marriage and she has children from a previous marriage and they have children together right, right? okay so yes. and they all live like under one big roof i think there's five of them okay. all together right yeah and he runs the house like uh napoleon right oh okay right yeah he's uh he's very like demanding and like uh it has to be done his way he yeah. doesn't like engage with his children and you know ask their opinions and that kind of stuff right? yeah and that is very <laughs> closely mirrored in this movie right it's very clear because um how can i say this like uh, have you seen aliens uh no previous james Cam- cameron movie it's about motherhood right okay. yeah uh a slight digression yeah <laughs> so gordon weaver in that movie she uh in the first alien she like uh puts herself in like storage yeah and she wakes up like 100 years in the future in aliens right yeah. so her daughter grew up without her yeah right so she uh, the that's the first like bit of the movie that oh you know i lost my daughter then she comes across this girl nuked yeah. who's one of the only survivors of the <laughs> the alien right. attack right yeah. and uh, she becomes a surrogate daughter and you know like uh, it, it's a movie about motherhood in the same way the alien uh-huh. queen is the mother of the aliens yeah so it's about motherhood Okay. In the Terminator movies, you know, the prophecy is that John Connor is going to save the the world, right? But yeah. it's movies about Sarah Connor. Yeah. You know, being a mother to John Connor, yeah. right? right? So the the theme of motherhood has been running through a lot of James Cameron movies. This is his first movie about fatherhood. Yeah. Right, which is okay. and it's very personal towards him. Yeah. Right. So uh Natiri tells Jake this is a family not a squad or yeah. something like that yeah, right? yeah. which is the first bit of uh you know I this uh, idea being brought up yeah right uh and we see like I was saying before earlier Sigourney Weaver she knows better than the Tahik yeah she says use this cream it stings less or something like that yeah right? uh then we follow the kids spider carry yeah I believe in you Spider Kerry Loak they go oh I think we're jumping around here right uh, oh, no 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 we're not yeah 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 Spider Kerry and Loak they go to the the, the site where they fought right the and last the, battle yeah. in previous it was movie. very clunky dialogue where yeah, Spider was like yeah. oh that's where your dad my dad fought yeah maybe he's fucking 12 <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah uh So they see that the new blue team. Oh, yeah. but that's why I'm saying we're jumping around because at this point the blue team met uh the colonel and she sent them on the mission. Yeah, oh, but we kind of oh. went over that. Yeah, bit. but look, that 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 scene where she's she's like earth is dying. Yeah. <laughs> Environmental yeah. message, right? Yes. Environmentalism. And, yes, and I just want to let the the listeners know that I know there's an environmental in message <laughs> in avatar right it's not like it went over my head but the thing is that's not something that uh i don't want to be rude to the environment but it's not something that interests me right i don't like nature <laughs> i like i just like you know technology right so all this environmental stuff i'm not saying it went over my head but I do think it would be a fun bit <laughs> in a podcast about finding the meaning in movies to be like yo I'm a child environmental bit so what the fuck <laughs> I, how did I miss it <laughs> yeah but anyway uh, yeah Edie Falco turns to the camera and says earth is dying <laughs> 
does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, she tells them the mission. Oh well, she sets up the stakes for the movie, which yeah, uh, which uh, I said earlier. I said uh, Quaritch tells the stakes. This this is the stakes, yeah. right? Uh, she says. Uh, in the first movie, we were running a mine. Oh, she doesn't say that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm interpreting right. Yeah. In the first movie, we we're just mining the unobtainium. Yeah. And this movie is about colonizing the planet. Yeah. Right. Because, like she said, Earth is dying. <laughs> For real. Yes. Damn, that's so crazy. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> anyway, so they're colonizing the planet, and then she says the past, the 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 hostiles need to be pacified. Right? Yeah. The, and the leader of the Navi insurgency is uh, Jake Sully. Jake Sully. Right. And uh, she asks the question, uh, or she, she says, like, we, Commander, we believe your blue team won't be uh, perceived as hostile. Yeah. He's like, oh, how might we test that hypothesis? <laughs> Like, the hard way. <laughs> and he's like, uh, outstanding. outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing uh, Jake said in the first movie when he went to uh, yeah. uh, Tame and Ikram. Yeah. Right. Uh, There's a lot of throwbacks. Well, that, look, this is basically, they did the same movie. There's a lot of points where I can point out, like, this happened in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty much all of it. There's a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, where are we so uh, Quaritch she finds out the he says outstanding yeah. <laughs> right so now we they at the the, the, the place right and he's yeah. watching the, the video of him dying yeah right and he he sees the nature's fucking big arrows, the arrows and, just <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a little sound thing that plays every time he sees the <laughs> the <Yeah>. arrow <laughs> he's freaked the fuck out every time he sees those arrows bro <laughs> but yeah um so they they capture the kids. Yeah. Um, uh, uh it takes them on a shortcut to get there. Yeah. Then we have an action sequence. Yeah. Where they save the kids, except for Spider. Yeah. Uh, so was like, they took him, Dad. <laughs> they took him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Spider. Uh, and then they have that little family meeting. Well, no, got, that's later. That's later. Is it not? Mm, don't I they mean, have like two yes, family yes, meetings? Yes, yes, yes. But the one is to say, let's move. And then the one later is uh, the one I want to talk about. No, not like, um, as in like, uh, you've got kind of a Quaritch family meeting of sorts. And oh, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Fair enough. Yes, so Quaritch, uh, I mean, the general is... T- uh, Torturing a spider, yeah, and uh, it's like I don't know, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> right, and Quarish uh, uh, is like, general, let me take the personal approach, yeah, right, and he uh, kind of tries to engage with him, and uh, and uh, how can I say this? We'll get back to this later. Him okay. trying to engage with him is what eventually saves him. Yeah. Why Spider saves him. Yeah. In the end. Right. right? At the end. Yeah. If he wasn't like, if he was, how can I say this? Treated him poorly, he wouldn't yeah. have been saved. Yeah, definitely. Which is a a parallel to Jake, who doesn't engage with his children. Yeah. But he still gets saved at the end by Loak. But uh, how can I say this? It depends on what you want to say. Well, they both did it voluntarily. Like, yeah. Loak saved Jake voluntarily. Yeah. Spider saved uh, Quaritch voluntarily. But uh, 
but it, it might be more like even though Jake uh, treats them kind of like a squad mm. he's also still got that the paternal love for them yes 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 I understand that but I'm saying he's going about it in the wrong way mm. While, whereas Quaritch went about it the right way and even though he finish. shouldn't have been saved Spider did save him yeah mm. but mm. yeah 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 I'm saying they, they parallel each other yeah <laughs> like yeah. Uh, like the alien queen and Sigourney Weaver yeah right uh, but anyway <laughs> where are we um so yeah Quaritch he engages with him he's like uh, come join us right yeah and he tells him there's a tracker in the mask yeah and at the end of the movie he goes with the mask <laughs> so you know that could be our entry point into avatar 3 yeah tracking a spider through the mask yeah or maybe they give him a new mask who's to say you know nobody knows yeah all right <laughs> but, but anyway the um, fuck we're not even halfway <laughs> yeah well, we are okay we need a this is gonna be like three hours oh fuck Anyway, what do we? Where were we? So we were at the the torture and, and the personal approach. Yes, that's fine. Yeah, oh, so I Jake says they, we gotta get the fuck out of here, yeah. <laughs> right? And Nettier is like, no way. Yes, I cannot. These are my people. Yes, I promise to protect these people. Yes, we in that uh, her dad gave her the the bow. Yeah. yeah, we saw that in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Jake uh, he gives up the the leadership. Yeah. I forget what the leadership's name is. Yeah, so there's two that. things, right? He's the leader yeah. by virtue of that hater-ass motherfucker in the first <laughs> movie giving him the leadership. <laughs> and I think being married to Neytiri, who's the... Like the, 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 the chief, right? Yeah. I think those two things is why he's the leader. But he's also Torak Makto. And yes. that's for taming the big bird. Oh, right. <laughs> right. So he's not giving up the Torak Makto, he's giving up the leadership. Yeah, because he, he still uses the title. Torak, yes, yes, yeah. yes. But anyway, he's, it's one of these things where they give a line and it has a double meaning. But, uh, like, so yeah. he says, the leader must die. Yeah. So the leader may live. Yeah. Right? Whereas later, there's another one where son for son. Yeah. Right? Where it's. Uh, you don't understand it the first time and then uh, it gets flipped on you. Yeah. Right? So then they fuck off to the uh, the, the water. Well, what do they call them? They're like the coastal people or something. Yeah. The water people. Yeah. But they don't use directly like the water people. Okay. Okay. The reef clans. Yeah. The reef clans. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Then, so this is where the part of the movie, oh, so I'm going to say it. Uh, okay. What do you mean? People don't want me to say it. They're saying, Presh, shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. Presh, you shouldn't say it. Okay, Presh, don't say it. But I'm going to say it. Okay, fine, say it. All right. Okay. I'm going to fuck the fish lady. <laughs> <laughs> the chief's daughter. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Tarea. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> She's very pretty. I've been in love. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Alright. Enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> that enough. Stop it. Okay, time to move on. Yes. Right, then we meet Tonawari. Yeah. Uh, who's fine. And you know from other podcasts I've listened to about this, you, you know they were saying like, I was saying James Cameron is very famously divorced. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a thing where Jake is like, Tonawari is a great warrior. Yeah. But it's not him I was worried about. <laughs> yeah. It's his bitch wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he can't help himself but be like oh look at this fucking white <laughs> causing a problem <laughs> just saying he could be famously divorced too yeah whatever but I'm just saying <laughs> he, he hates uh, he hates wives for, yeah. for some reason but once again he's been married for quite a while now so I don't know maybe he's, he stopped hating wives but he, he, can't, he can't help himself <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, Jake says something like, "I apologize for my mate. She's been, it's been a long journey or something like that." Yeah. Once again, look at my bitch wife. <laughs> she can't help herself, <laughs> right? Yeah. But anyway, um, so they learn the way of water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pretty good. And Kiri adapts to it a little bit quicker. Yes. Once again, we keep bringing it up. She is. Uh, She's more spirit. Well, she's more in tune with the yeah. uh, the planet than anyone else. Yeah, she seems to to, to have grasped it the best. Yeah, right? Tonawari teaches Jake how to ride that like alligator thing, <laughs> the, the yeah. flying alligator. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I and mean, I call it like a flying fish, but or whatever, whatever. Okay. They they have a lot of things there, right? Yeah. The only one, the only thing I want to say is like the tulkun is the equivalent of the crown in the first movie. Yes, yeah. Right, because in the first one, Nateri says, Ikran is not horse. <laughs> Once a halo is made, it's bond, you bond it for life. In the same way, the ocean people, they bond it to the, the Tulkun for life. Yeah. Right. Is it for life? Uh, yeah, because later on, um, you know, when uh, she's, uh, what's her name? The Ronel. Yeah, she's pregnant and uh, her Tulkun is also pregnant at the same well, time. Well, they gave birth. Yeah, well, no, I'm just saying, like, you know. The Tulkun they, gave birth. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's because, a, uh, it's a little, yeah. yeah, the child was watched the mother die. Really yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, they call them, like, spirit sisters or something. Yes, so, so that's why I'm saying the Tulkun are the equivalent of the Ikran. They're very yeah. personally yeah. linked with the person. And I'm, I'm assuming... Personally linked to the person. <laughs> oh my god. For real. They are personally linked <laughs> to the person. Udatan. Carry on. <laughs> I, I think we also see it with Loak later on. Yes, yes, and, yes, uh, yes, yes. No, let's not spoil okay, it. Okay, I'm Don't sorry. Don't spoil sorry. the reveal of a good friend. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. He needs to make an entrance. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway... He made an entrance in the movie too. Yes, that's Okay, right. yeah, sorry. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm, so the next thing is like growing pains with the the kids, uh, you know, fucking around with the other kids. Yeah. They were making fun of Kiri, so they got in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Jake says family meeting, right? And he tells him. Yeah. He gives them the the rundown. Yeah. Right, and he's very Napoleon like, as yeah. it were, with them. What did I say? Don't cause any trouble. Yes. Yeah. And that's another joke where I just fucking laugh so loud. You had to calm me down. It's like, what that? Because the, the joke is usually like, uh, somebody fought and they're like, you should have seen the other guy. So th- this is like, a, what's it called? Take, take No, not a reversal. No. Take you a step further. He's like, what did the other guy look like? He's like, worse. Yeah. He's like, that's good. Much worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, taking the joke and expanding yeah. it I don't know what it's called bro I'm, it's an expansion yeah, yeah it's <laughs> an like expansion pack but yes, <laughs> that's another one uh, I just chuckled <laughs> couldn't help myself it's a DLC to the joke yes. but um, yes then they they take him uh, reef diving uh, outside of the yeah the place right yeah 
and this is the exact same as the first movie where like this tiger looking thing attacks Jake. Yeah. And then something else comes and attacks uh Yeah. Right. The, the tiger thing. Yes. Yeah. But in the first one they weren't friendly in this one they are friendly. But yeah, yeah. yeah. but yes, it's the exact same yeah. uh thing. And even his romance with uh, Tsareya is the same as Jake and Atiri from the first one. Yeah. She's the chief's daughter and he's an outsider. And Loak is an outsider and yeah. uh, Tsareya is the chief's daughter. It's the same. It's the same concept. It's the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing it again. They're running it back. Just uh, with, uh, different colored people this time. Yeah, it's a different uh, setting. Yeah. Mm. But uh, anyway, Loak, he makes good friends with the <laughs> with a <the> good guy. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> He's my best friend. <laughs> If you're listening to this and you thought, "Oh, I was pretty good friends with Prash." No. <laughs> the like if I had a list of friends, the top 250 slots it's all him. <laughs> it's all him. It's, like, <laughs> it's pie a card, folks. Yes. <laughs> My true kun friend. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, he makes an outstanding entrance. He fucks up this like shark looking thing. <laughs> he fucks up. He just uh, he goes out. and then Loak takes the thing out of his arm and is like friend you and me friend yeah. right and then they go back and uh they you know they, uh, they're scolding that yeah. boy uh, i forget his name i think his name is like Arno or something Sarah's hmm. brother the yeah. right uh cuz he he took them out he took him out of the reef yeah. or whatever now then they scold him and Loak tells him i made it to Kun save me yeah Right. Now, can I ask you a question? Depending on the question. What is cancel culture? What is ca- Oh, okay, I know where you're going with this. But um we if someone does something that's frowned upon, mm. they get frozen out of everything pretty much. Well, it's usually like somebody says something got lied. That's offensive, right? Yeah. And like people will like report it and then uh what's it called? they might get fired from their job or something like that right yeah can i ask you another question uh sure what is a boycott a boycott is like with movies specifically it's like not supporting the movie in any way shape or form all right well actually that could be for anything now follow up question what is the difference between cancellation and a boycott oh i feel like cancellation is specifically for a person or like i guess an organization uh no more a person but a boycott is more uh like a general kind of like if it's a business or a movie but or, could it be applied to a person um in theory it could be so yeah. could it be a, is one a subset of the other would you say um yeah i feel like cancel culture by extension boycotts someone Yes. So my my point was they the same thing. <laughs> But yeah, pretty much yeah. <laughs> right. It's uh so it used to it, it's like say in the 90s, right? Yeah. Someone at a shop said something offensive to you. Yeah. Yeah, and you wanted to boycott, right? You would maybe tell your friends, you would if you had a lot of time, you could maybe make like a sign <laughs> that said like this place is racist or something like that. Yeah. But because of technology and, you know, social media it's uh, it's much more powerful if you put out a tweet now and like a bunch of people see it yeah. there, there's a financial uh how can i say this 
there's more repercussions. Yes, now. there's more repercussions because more people will see it, right? Yeah. So this is the exact same as a boycott, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's something that's been happening for a long time, right? Yeah. It's just the right wing when they see, it's just the things that they see being boycotted, they don't view as a problem. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's why they, how can I say this? They have to make it seem like this is Stalinism come again, right? <laughs> it's it's yeah. uh, this is the Soviet Union happening happening to you on Twitter, right? <laughs> You're being 1984, <laughs> right? That's why they they have to make it seem like it's a much you know more extreme thing than you know just a simple boycott. Yeah. Now the problem, not problem. The difficulty with the boycott is getting people to agree with you. Yeah. So, do you know why I mentioned earlier that there were these people were trying to boycott the movie? Um, well, kind of to set up what I was saying here, right? Yeah. There are people who who are not going to agree with your boycott. Yeah. Right. Of course. So, getting people to agree with your boycott is what depends on how success successful the boycott is, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. So. If something is a bullshit boycott, people won't agree with it. Yes. Right? And yes. if it has meaning or like there's a a substantive boycott, then obviously people will agree with you. Yeah. Now, there's another thing I mentioned earlier. Hmm. It was about Gary Lineker. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> so Ian Wright and the other pre- presenters of Match of the Day, yeah. they boycotting you know, uh, like yeah. their job. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they were boycotting of, Match of the Day, and people are not watching Match of the Day in uh, because that's a they feel a justified boycott, right? Yeah. So, like I said, a boycott is entirely dependent on how many people you can get to agree with you. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, cancel culture is the exact same, right? Mm-hmm. If you, how can I say this? Make a tweet and call out somebody for saying something racist. Yeah. But a lot of people just don't care about it. That yeah. boycott is not going to work because yeah. those people don't view it as a bad thing, right? Yeah. But uh, if we maybe catch someone being a rapist, right, and this this makes everyone upset, there's more chance of your boycott working because it's, uh, you know, I guess people may feel more strongly about that issue as opposed to another issue, yeah, right. So that's what I used to think. You know, okay. yeah. if these right-wing dipshits had any idea, it they they would realize cancel culture is not, you know, people taking away their free free speech. Boycotting is a extension of their free speech, yes. right? The person okay. doing the canceling, yeah. right? It's their free speech to cancel somebody, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Or to attempt to cancel somebody. Yeah, that's what I used to think, and I used to be in favor of this. Okay. Now I'm totally against it. Why? Because the loony left Metkayina clan have cancelled our good friend Paya Khan, folks. They've cancelled him. They've cancelled. We should have put a headphone warning on that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Paya Khan is an outcast. Yeah. Why? Because he fucked some shit up. Right? These bastard whalers murdered his mother. Yeah. So he got a group of Tulkuns yeah. to attack. Uh, these people, the Tulkun died and Samnavi died. Yeah. And now it's all his fault. Yeah. But let me bring something up. Later in the movie, Tonawari says to Jake, Jake, these people are Tulkun killers. They must die here today. Very interesting. So Tonawari mm-hmm. can kill, but if Payakad kills, it's a big problem. 
Interesting. I, I think the double standards that the Looney <laughs> left have been uh, have put here. You know, it's a bloody shambles, mate. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate the double standards. I hate how they're treating my good friend. I see where you're coming from. We need to stop this bloody cancel culture. The loony left, they've gone too far. <laughs> they've gone too far. But, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens in the next movie. Yes, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, he's still an outcast at the end of this movie. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Right? <laughs> Listeners, you, you, make a, you make your own decision. Right? <laughs> was he treated very unfairly, which I think? Or, or was he given a, you know, a fair shake, which I don't think? But, you know, <laughs> you, know you decide. Who am I to decide? Right? <laughs> Those fucking... Oh, those bosses. <laughs> I hate them. I hate how they treated him. But anyway, no. let's, we're getting off topic. Yes, we, we, keep, uh, we keep digressing. Yes. <sighs> so, they're doing cancel culture, my good friend. Right? And Loak, the only one with respect, says, Fuck you. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, Payakon's a good guy. Yeah. Right? And... He really advocates for Payakon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Loak. Yeah. Yes. Then uh, we cut back to Quaritch, right? Yeah. And he meets up with this uh, sailing ship. Yeah. With a guy. He's got quarters to meet. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about him. <laughs> on, it's not written on his fact sheet, so <laughs> I wanted to let you know he's got quarters to meet. <laughs> it's, he can't just do whatever. He has quarters. <laughs> but anyway... You know how I was saying this is a uh, this is drawing from John Carter of Mars. This is drawing from uh, Tarzan. This is strong literary lineage that yeah. we're pulling from here, right? Yeah. What's another one that we're doing here? It's oh, sorry, you were going to say something. No, no, no. I was actually just going to ask, what could we possibly be referring to here, Fresh? All right. The thing is, I've I've spoken to you the, about this all the time, right? Yeah. So that's why you know, but the <laughs> listeners don't know. So I have to still say it. <laughs> you can't be like, oh, who's to say? We have to, you know. Yeah. No. Pretend, I'm, pretend like you're entering this, uh, you know. It's it's just a leading question. All right, all right, all right. What what, what could be uh, referred to here? Moby Dick, aka oh. the Whale, by oh. Herman Melville, right? I see. You okay. see what we're saying here? Melville, Burroughs, Cameron. Big names here. We're not talking about some Disney bullshit, right? <laughs> this is we're, we're talking like big literary ideas, yeah. right? Moby Dick, one of the big, the best pieces of literature ever written, right? Yeah. And what is it about? Well, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't say how specific I had to be. Okay, so the main character is a guy named Ishmael. Yes. Right, who's a who's like a poor guy, no money. Yeah, and he become becomes a part of a whaling, uh, ship. a whaling ship, you know, to make his money, uh, his fortune in the world, right? Yeah, and the captain of that ship, not a good guy, <laughs> yeah, a madman, <laughs> right? His name is Captain Ahab, right? Mm-hmm. Who's on a murderous vengeance journey? He doesn't give a shit about <laughs> about the money. He wants to kill the whale, right? Because earlier in his life, the whale took his leg away, he fucked up his leg. Yeah, right. So he wants revenge. And so this movie is both thematically and literally a Moby Dick. Uh, yeah, it's it, T- retelling and prequel. Yes, right. It's a it's a retelling in the sense that Miles Quaritch is uh, Ahab, 
right? And yeah. he's he's on a murderous uh, vengeance okay. journey to kill Jake, yeah. who's Moby Dick, right? Okay, but yeah. it's also literally a Moby Dick prequel because this guy Mick Scoresby he loses his arm and he's the captain of the ship, right? Yeah. So I assume he'll return later and he'll be Ahab, you know, <laughs> without an arm, and he's trying to kill Pia Khan. Yeah. Right, and in this case, Pycon is <laughs> Moby Dick. <laughs> All right, the whale's a whale. All right, he's a tulkun. He's not a whale, okay, you bastard. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> you don't even know the the law. <laughs> you, uh, you can you see he's a big fraud. He doesn't know they call tulkun. He called it a whale, but okay. Uh, anyway, then then we see uh, them hunt, hunting the whales, right? Yeah, and uh, they have the little thing, the the vial of. Goo. Yeah. It it stops the, the aging process, right? Yeah. Which I thought was very silly. <laughs> but I read like later on that uh in real life we kill whales, the whale blubber is used for like makeup and stuff. Yep. And uh you know, makeup is uh to make you look younger. Yeah. Uh so that's a very good parallel. Yeah, <laughs> that they kill the the token and steal the stuff that makes you younger or it stops the aging uh, process, yeah. right? very apt uh, comparison. comparison yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, then they leave the whale for them to find. Yeah. Right? And the people are upset. They're like, yo. Of course. They fucked up the Tulkun. Yeah. Right? Well, the the Tulkun came back, right? And we had a nice, yeah. a really nice scene where they were just hanging out with the, you know, the water triop. Yeah. And they were dancing around and they did backflips and shit. Yeah. And, uh, that yes, cool scene. what a great scene! Yeah. It's just our goodwill friends. <laughs> Although they cancel Pycon, I don't know how. I don't know how good of a friend I am with them, but uh, yeah, mm. how good exactly are these well friends? Yes, if mm. they cancel Pycon, actually fuck them. <laughs> I don't know why I said my good friends. Fuck them. <laughs> what a bunch of bastards! Right? <laughs> anyway, so Jake says, if you're Tell your Tulkun friends if this hits them, they fucked or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> something to that effect that yeah. uh, you know they're gonna die. If they mark for death. That's that's the thing. They yeah. mark for death if they uh, get hit with the thing. Yeah. Uh, and he Loak goes to one Pyakon, yeah. and he's been tagged. Tagged. Yeah. And it's a goddamn shame. Uh, Poor Everyone's upset. <laughs> this tears streaming down my face. I'm like, how could you do this? He's gonna die, <laughs> right? And they save him. Yeah. Oh, actually, oh, I just want to go back. You know mm. that that moment where Paya Khan, uh, you know, Loak uh, pulls the thing out of his foot. No, 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 no. Oh, he, when they connect he with links, each other, right? Yeah. And he says, Paya Khan, tell me what happened. Yeah, and he's like, it's too painful. <laughs> that's it's another one where I just burst into tears, bro. Yeah. And then he goes inside the mouth. Yeah, and then you think, oh, he's gonna eat Loak. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe they were right. Maybe <laughs> maybe he's he's gonna eat Loak. But no, I never doubted him. He was just you know, let him into yeah, uh, you know, make the connection in the same way they do with Akron. Yeah, right, and then. Because when they get back to the village, they get upset. They're like, you let daughter, you let this boy... Um, they, they interact. Uh, you let oh, this boy yeah. bond with the with the outcast. Yeah. Right? Then... 
yeah you let this boy bond that's what i'm saying yeah. it's it's you can only bond with one of them yeah. that's the implication that i yeah i took from it it's the same as the ikran yeah uh, well you know we just kind of stole kind of <laughs> so they rescue paikon yes and they get caught yeah right yeah courage gets them and uh so jake uh and tonwari you know they get yeah. the troops ready yeah and uh they go there and there's a standoff mhm and uh courage is like i'm going to kill one of your kids yeah something like that yeah. <laughs> and jake is like i'm coming i'm coming right yeah. <laughs> and then who saves the day my main man yes these fucking useless bastards <laughs> they were finished all their children were going to die and you know who saved them all 250 yes. of your closest friends yes and by the way like you can see the conflict in him right because yeah. he goes to the bottom of the ocean he starts like hitting the ground he's like fuck i don't want to do this again yeah. <laughs> i'm going back to the old me <laughs> <laughs> I was reformed until you people showed up. <laughs> no, I was I thought I got I got my life on the right track. <laughs> and then he goes and he jumps and he fucks them. Yeah. Uh, what a what a guy. What a guy. He saved the whole day. Nothing could have uh, worked if it wasn't for him. Yeah. Anyway, they get the kids and So there's just an action sequence. I don't want to yeah. like uh you know it's just a big action sequence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the thing, right? It's this movie is about spectacle. Yeah. It's the same as a music concert, right? Yeah. I could tell you what songs this the band is playing. I could tell you which bands are playing, but you have to experience it, right? Yeah. It's not the same as uh listening in your room, you know, to music, you know, like uh, yeah. it's a different experience. That's yeah, all yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Right. So Avatar is about the experience. Yeah. So I could tell you but it doesn't do it justice. Uh, yeah. You know the just, the action sequences etc yeah. etc. Et right? But I'm just going to talk in like broad strokes. Yeah. So the ship is going down because Pyre can't fuck it up. Yeah. Which is a callback to the Titanic. Yeah. Because it's a ship No, no, no. <laughs> Directed by James Cameron. Yeah. Right. is previous movie before avatar and it's yeah. i think it's a better ship seeking sequence than uh, titanic man <gasps> i don't think that's what's the <laughs> i don't think that's the thing that it was praised for no but yeah it it's, it's more like people love the love story and that kind of stuff yeah. but yeah definitely um well oh that's the, the, the ship sinking yeah. right um the team dies yeah fucked up dude RIP Nathan. But once again, we didn't see a lot of him. No. I don't think we've we've barely mentioned him except like to say that he died. <laughs> I said that earlier very early on and now I'm saying again. Yeah. He just it was pretty much just love to die. That's going to kill us. Yes. And then death. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of it. Well, no, 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 no. He did uh, get in a fight with the other Well, yeah. You know what I've been seeing online? There's a lot of like not porn. Like What? I said okay. not porn. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yes. It's like these, you know, like lover drawings where they, you know, shipping, you know, okay. shipping is. Yes, I know. Where you see two is. characters and like you make a drawing where they're in love with each other. Yeah. So it's him and the the boy uh the chief's son. Oh. Are now actually cuz they like they always like yeah. sharing like uh, looks at each other and yeah. stuff, right? 
Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of people who've t- taken like a there's a gay relationship. <laughs> it could be. But but he died, <laughs> so it's over. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. anyway, and and by the way, sorry, I don't think we mentioned this. Kiri and uh, Spider have like a romance. yeah, like a it's not explicit, but there's sort of a romance kind of angle happening. It's just like you know when they when they take him originally. Mm. She's like, yeah yeah she's I so like, yeah she's upset yeah, and they usually they're always hanging out yeah yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, the ship's going down. Yeah, Neytiri, she gets saved by Kiri. Yeah. Who sends those like butterflies <laughs> to yeah. go find them? Her and Took. Yeah. Uh, then Jake fights Quaritch. Yeah. Oh, what a line, bro. He's like, when I come for you, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your whole family. And Jake's like, then let's get it done. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it done. Headphone <laughs> warning. Yes. Let's get it done is one of the. <laughs> it's so fucking hard, bro. It goes so hard. There's no reason for it to go so hard, but it will. <laughs> I love it. And then he beats he beats Quaritch, yeah. and uh, Spider saves him, and Loak saves Jake, right? Yeah. And this is Jake's moment of realization, right? Yeah. He's been bossing his kids around and you know having things his way, and this yeah. is the first time he's engaging with his son, and uh, Loak is. How can I say teaching him yeah. uh, something, and uh, he's—it's what eventually saves his life. And yeah. Pyakon, by the way, because <laughs> when, the, when they get out of the ship, they grab onto Pyakon, yeah. who brings them up yeah. to the surface. So yeah. once again, the great hero of uh, <laughs> of this movie and our time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Spider saves Quaritch, and um, Quaritch gets away, but Spider. Yeah comes back and they say a son for a son oh uh, we, I kind of just skipped over that part where Neytiri yeah. <laughs> took Spider hostage yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about it yeah the way, very yeah Nate, uh, another person we didn't mention is Neytiri she's very uh, sparsely used in this one yeah mm-hmm. she yeah, she's kind of very similar to Neytiri in that they just they use it in like yes 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 it's like the movie's not about the 12 films so they barely get any yeah any shine so but you know perhaps in future movies will yeah uh, she will get her her moment yeah hmm um although I feel like I feel like the first movie was kind of her moment when she shoots Courage I guess but that's that's kind of fucked up that's it yeah because uh, now I think it's pivoting more towards like the kids mm-hmm. and like Loak and Kiri yeah, yeah, how yeah, they're yeah. gonna move forward mm. that, I actually thought Jake was gonna die oh really <laughs> when, yeah. I, I thought Jake and Quaritch were gonna die and that would be oh. the end of that kind of saga yeah. and uh, you know new yeah. villains etc would come on but now that I've seen you know, that was before the movie now that I've seen it uh, yeah. you know I obviously think differently yeah <laughs> I didn't fall asleep in the last thing <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Quark. So yeah, as many people have pointed out, the it, it seems he's gonna go on the Vegeta arc, yeah. you know, becoming a good guy. Which yeah. Dragon Ball Z is pulled a lot from James Cameron movies, right? Yeah, you know, like Frieza, the third form of Frieza. Yeah, it's very clearly based on the alien from yeah. the aliens movies. Was, yeah. He didn't create it, but he's one of the alien it's, directors. Yeah. Um, the Android Saga, 
Yeah. There's these robots that come from the future to kill somebody. Sounds That's familiar. It's the Terminator, <laughs> right? So like the yeah, Dragon Ball Z has been pulling a lot from James Cameron movies, and he's you know <laughs> doing the yeah. same. Yeah. But but I don't know why they're calling it the Vegeta because Piccolo did the same thing much <laughs> earlier, and uh, Yamcha did the same much earlier. Yeah. And it actually all goes back to the first episode where Krillin was the first. <laughs> Krillin was the was one of the. I think he was the first. No, no, maybe the third or fourth episode. He was the villain. Yeah. Uh, you know, always fighting with Goku, and then he came around and became his friend. Yeah. So that's just been happening. <laughs> yeah, a lot. So I think yeah, Quaritch in the future. That's what would happen. Yeah, uh, probably. And then yeah, Loak died, and not Loak, and Tame dies. <gasps> Loak died. Right, Natalia dies. It's very sad. Yeah, that scene, bro. Like I said, bro. it always gets me where they go into the spirit tree. Uh, mate, yeah. <sighs> I no. cry every time. All fifteen times. Yes, yes. Every time I'm like, he's like, "Why are you crying, Dad?" He's like, "I'm just so happy to see you." Oh, <laughs> And I just fucking lose yeah. it, bro. <laughs> What a moment. <laughs> I mean, that's just oh. oh. Uh yeah. Anyway, um back to so predictions going forward. Predictions for the next movie. Yeah. So like uh, I was telling you, right? Yeah. So we know things that they've said in the media, right? Yeah. One Mick Scorsby and Pia Carr are coming back. Let's go, which is why <laughs> I'm saying the next one will be another movie decree telling in a more physical kind of way as yeah. opposed to Jake and Carr in this one. Yeah. The next thing is Uh we know Quaritch is coming back yeah. by virtue of the movie. Yeah. Right? Uh so like I said the Vegeta arc he becomes a good guy. He's pretty uh, much guaranteed to be coming back. Becomes friends with the uh, Jake and them. Yeah. Right. The third thing I've seen is the third movie will explore the Ash people. Yeah. Who live in a volcano or something. The Fire Nation. The Fire Nation as it were. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't know what to say. I assume it's going to be like the same format as the first two movies. <laughs> they go there, they someone falls in love with the chief's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Uh they become a part of the team and yeah. But then who falls in love with the chief's daughter in the next movie? Jake again. <laughs> <laughs> Really selling the James Cameron famous divorcee. No, no, maybe or no. Yeah, maybe. But you But know, then, him being homosexual is only like, you know, people online. Yeah, they, it's their. It's, oh, it's theory crafted. They, yeah, their interpretation. Yeah, it's yeah. not in the yeah. the text of the movie. He it's, could be. It's it's not canon. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, uh the 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 other thing is that they said we're going to go back to earth at some point. Yeah. Possibly in the fifth movie and it's going to be five total. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, this is what I was saying. We haven't mentioned it, but Kiri, there's a mystery about who yeah, the parents are, right? Yeah. We know one is the dead body of Sigourney Weaver's avatar. Well, vegetative body. Yeah, she's not dead. Yeah. yeah. It came out of that yeah, body. Right. Yes. So, I'm pretty sure that she's like Navi Jesus, right? The, yeah. Because the god is Awa. Yes. And Awa like touched grace. Yeah. So I think it's like a immaculate conception. Probably. You, you know what that yeah. is? Yeah. Immaculate conception is when you don't have sex to have a child. Yes. It's not happened to Mary. 
in the Bible. Yeah. And in Star Wars, Shmi Skywalker, uh, you know. Yeah. When Qui Gon asks her, he's like, she's just like, he just came. He, he just, just he just showed up. He was just there. <laughs> but like I, like I've told you, the in the Star Wars universe, there's like there's people who can wave their hands and make <laughs> you forget stuff. So there's a very terrifying implication that like she was raped by a Jedi or you know a Sith and. Uh, and she just doesn't remember because they did a mind trick on her. Yeah. So that's a very, yeah, like I said, terrifying implication that the Jedi are just going around raping people and yeah. they're having kids months later. So, you know. well, yeah, usually like nine months yeah. or so. But yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> These are aliens, by the way. We don't know. No. I'm you don't know. For the humans. Well. Are they humans? Well, they're human you don't life. Have they ever been called human? No. Hmm. Hmm. Actually. Hmm. We don't know. They're fucking aliens. Hmm. Once again, we have no scale, right? Yeah. Luke Skywalker could be 20 meters tall, right? <laughs> we have no scale. We have no... We have never seen a human next to them. So, who's to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> They're so, just humanoid. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. But, so, yeah. Kiri is Navi Jesus, right? Yes. So... I assume the Navi are going to win, right? Uh, the war against the humans. Yeah. And the humans have to go back to Earth. Yes. And then Kiri will be the god of Earth. The Awa for Earth. Awa for Earth, right? Okay. Because in the first movie, Jake says to Awa, look into Grace's mind. The humans, uh, the sky people, they killed their mother. There's no yeah. green there anymore. Yeah. So I think in the fifth movie, Kiri brings the green back to Earth. Yeah, as, as it were, right? And we they save Earth, and it becomes inhabitable again. Yeah, habitable, not inhabitable. <laughs> habitable uh, again. Actually, because uh, you watched, did you watch the extended cut of the first movie? Uh, yeah. Right. So, in in the theatrical cut, he just wakes up in yeah. stasis on Pandora when he comes out of the thing. So they yeah. they missed that that first like fifteen minutes of him being on uh, Blade Runner see. planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because everything is just like new, weird neon shit and yeah. like uh, yeah it's and they can't fix his legs he just doesn't have the money to yeah do it right uh, Quaritch uh, tries to like bribe him with saying I'll yeah. give you your legs back that right uh, so yeah yeah uh, I th- yeah 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 your thoughts I think um, either the third or the fourth movie We'll definitely delve deeper into Kiri's story. Mm-hmm. Like we'll have, I don't want to say a whole movie dedicated to just her story, but we'll have like a decent chunk. Like how um, uh, similar to like the Loak arc, I guess if you want to call it, in this movie, we'll then have a Kiri one and possibly even a Tuk one, because Tuk's gonna grow up. Yeah, I haven't said a word about Tuk. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I loved, which is like, I can't believe I'm tied up again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's and yeah, so cute. this is a movie about the hidden meanings, right? Yeah. And in that moment, I just what people don't realize is she couldn't believe that she was tied <laughs> up again. <laughs> For real, she couldn't believe it. No <laughs> way. How'd you get that? <laughs> <laughs> Took his great bro. Yeah. She, she always has these like expressions, these upset expressions, yeah. right? Because. You know that earlier in the movie when the Loak tells Jake, uh, Jake is like, "Who? Who's we?" 
and yeah. it's like me, Spider, Kiri, and Took, and they you yeah. know zoom in on Took, and she has she's, this very like yeah. I don't know what, what to call it, like upset face or like she's I, I she's think kind she's, of scared yeah or I don't know what to say, but it's the perfectly acted right yeah. once again um, yeah so just a couple of meta points I want to make right go for it. so people wonder why did this movie make so much money right because visually it's a hundred million years ahead of everyone else yeah right both this one and the first one I'm talking about yeah right uh, the Marvel crooks they had to build <laughs> up for 11 years right and they only marginally got ahead of Avatar yeah and they re-released and fucked it up again so yeah. you know that's all I'm gonna say right people try work backwards right yeah so you know for Black Panther yes people are calling for it to have a uh, Oscar nomination, nomination yeah. right and I was watching this thing do you know who Charlemagne the God is mm, no so he's a he's the host of the Breakfast Club, which is like a a morning radio okay. kind of show. But they put stuff on the internet. Okay. And I wasn't watching that. I was watching something else that was discussing that. Right. Where he's like, "What about the impact? You know, like lots of people watch the movie. You know, yeah. it made a billion dollars. That if yeah. you, you should never ever use the amount of money a movie made to justify its quality. Yeah. Right. That's working backwards. The move. The reason why Avatar made money is because it's a great movie. Yes. Right. You, there's no. How can I say? It's working backwards with that one. Yeah. Right. The money doesn't has nothing to do with. Even if Avatar made zero dollars, it would still be a ten out of ten. It would. Right. Yeah. Because it's just pretty much a cinematic masterpiece. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Right. Uh. So yeah, the Marvel crooks. If you're listening. <laughs> And once again, the Disney Corporation owns Marvel and Fox and all these things. So they're all on the same team, right? I'm just, uh, I'm only speaking on the level of the quality of the entertainment, not, uh, yeah. you know, this is the the fact that this movie made two billion is uh, money in their pockets, bro. Yeah. It's... Uh, no matter where you look, yes. it's money going to Disney. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Uh I'm saying these Disney crooks, but you know, <laughs> it's it's all of them, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. take a lesson, you fucks. <laughs> Make a good movie first, and then money will come. It's that simple. Yeah. That hmm? yeah. Any other thoughts you have about Avatar? You told me you had notes. I, I didn't see you bring out a note at all. Let me get my notes out. Oh my god. So, um, what what have we not talked about? Oh, the. So there's like there's two things that we haven't discussed. Well, one's like a minor thing. Mm. Like I noticed in so you know in the first movie they've got, I think I want to say it's in the opening shot as well. They've got those arches near the spirit tree, right? And that's like okay, it's not a big part of the movie, but it just looks amazing. Yes, right. That's <laughs> you know when we went to watch it, uh, Avatar two. Yeah. Uh, I- elbowed you and I was like we're back (laughs) (laughs) when when we went over those arches (laughs) yeah and then um, when they go to the uh, the reef clan yeah you see the arches again but they're inverted yes so I feel like the arches have something to do with the spirit trees like it might be reaching yeah well their spirit trees underground yeah so that's what it could be yeah it's just a well, it, it might be like circles. 
like holy circles. Mm. Well, I don't know about the enough about the you know culture to know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. I, have, I haven't lived with the Navi, <laughs> so I can't tell you. I thought you were best mates with them. Uh, I'm best mates with Paikon, who's a Tulkun, who you called a whale. That's <laughs> no. actually very offensive, by oh, the way. Oh my goodness! Uh, if there's anyone who needs to be cancelled, it's him for, <laughs> for calling uh, the Tulkun a whale. But okay. Um, oh yes, adult entertainment. What am okay. I talking about? Um, like movies for adults not porn yeah just like yeah oh you that's what you said yeah. <laughs> movies made for adults right like you have kids movies and then you have adult movies yes but but not like adult adult movies just adult movies okay okay adult adult movies that's porno right yeah yes not <laughs> not porno adult movies yes movies made for adults right yes so here's the thing children go, don't go watch movies alone no right if you make a children's movie that means you're going to get a parent's ticket at least and the child's ticket and maybe if they go with friends or something or like uh, Then, yeah. a, a second parent whatever whatever right yeah uh, children's movies or movies aimed at children has a there's more financial incentives for, for yeah. it to uh how can i say this it it's the, there's more opportunity to make more money Yeah because you're exploiting the fact that uh, parents will take their children. Yeah. Right. So there's far less of an incentive to make an adult, adult movies. Movie. Yeah. Avatar is an adult movie. Yes. Right. And children can go watch it like those fucking children behind me that were chatting <laughs> this whole time. Uh you know when I went to watch my parents but the point being that's why there's not a lot of memes being made about it, right? Yeah. It's well children no disrespect to children but i don't think <laughs> i think if you showed a child like a dumb marvel movie and the avatar they couldn't tell you the the difference in quality between the two they would just see like images yeah. right once again no disrespect to children <laughs> if your child can tell the difference that that's fine you know i'm not trying to shit on them i'm saying in general <laughs> right <laughs> and the children wouldn't be able to appreciate the the strong literary connections with moby dick and john carter and tarzan right yeah So these movies were not made for children in mind. George Lucas said about Star Wars, these are movies about space wizards that do <laughs> that do magic. Oh, these are magic space wizards or something like that, right? Yeah. And people get upset with him and they're like, "No, no, it's for adults too. It's we're not saying adults can't watch it. We're just saying it was made for children." Yeah. Right? Avatar was made for adults. This is adult entertainment yeah. and we don't see this all the adult entertainment made today is either for like a very low budget or medium budget yeah we don't see high in like avatar high budget high concept sci-fi uh you know in the same yeah. way we did in the 70s and 80s etc yeah right and i think we should take a lesson from avatar you know and make more adult movies well uh, yeah that that's one thing but just more quality Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh like I said, there's nothing that has topped the first Avatar. Yeah. In terms of visuals until the second one. Yeah. Right? Nobody is doing it at this level. Nobody is Yeah. And but and I I do wonder is it maybe because they don't have the budget James Cameron has uh, access to yeah. or is it because nobody can do it or you know it, it might be like a half and half kind of situation. Mm. 
where like they might have the ideas but they don't have the budget. The only person who's coming close his name is Denny Villeneuve, right? Okay. He directed Blade Runner 2049 and uh, uh-huh. Dune Part 1 and oh. I assume Part 2. Yeah, well, probably. Well, I think, I'm pretty sure he is. And he's doing like a TV show. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I really like, love Denny Vol, right? Okay. This is a really great uh, video I saw of James Cameron and Dennis <laughs> Villeneuve chatting about uh, Dune when Dune came out last year. Yeah. Was it last year? I think it was 2021. Uh, yeah, it's yeah it was. Look, I know this is because my most anticipated movie of 2021 was Dune. Okay. 2022, Avatar 2. Nice. 2023, okay. The Dune Boys Ride Again. <laughs> <laughs> 2024, Back to Avatar. <laughs> back to Pandora. Right. to Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. But uh, anyway, they, they just, it's like a half an hour video of Villeneuve and James Cameron just chatting about movies and just complimenting each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, James Carrey is like, oh, that that's that. Uh, how can I say this? That that set piece from uh, Dune. It's it's a direct homage to uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah. And he's like, yes, thank you. I, uh, that's what I wanted people to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so like wholesome. I loved oh. it. Um, yeah. Anything yeah. else? Um, you know. Oh yeah, there was one more. Oh yeah. So it's um, you know, Kerry has that epileptic. Yes. Episode. Oh my God. We just kept right yeah, over there. We yeah. just yeah. Hmm. But um, so Norm comes in and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is classic uh, frontal lobe epilepsy or something, mm. right? With the hallucinations and whatever." Mm. But do you think she's actually hallucinating, or she's actually seeing, a, well, feeling Ewa around them? All right. The first thing is, I'm going to ignore what you just said. I have a different point. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay, lovely. <laughs> I, I think there's like a very fucked up anti-science, uh, you know, kind of uh, thing there because like Ronel Tonawari's wife oh, yeah. comes and she's she sees the medical stuff and she gets upset, right? Yeah. And then she does some shit and saves... Uh, what is this anti <laughs> anti medicine shit going on here bro <laughs> but yeah uh, to answer your question yes based on that i do think she can feel awa because we're meant to believe that this yeah. it's sci-fi right so yeah. all all the things they they true it's well, like obviously we can see that awa is real in the things that yes happen. yes 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 so like so why is it so impossible that you know she can feel awa it's it's just because norms uh sorry yeah. and we saw these uh we saw a video of grace saying it's like a living breathing organism yeah. speaking about the planet yeah. so yes of course it's uh, yeah yeah that was like a whole thing in the first movie yes yeah anyway yeah it, it's just because norms diagnosis immediately was epilepsy yes but I don't think she actually has epilepsy. But that's what I'm saying. It's this weird anti-science shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they, it doesn't understand what's happening with her. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, I, I'm kind of like, hmm, that's a bit sus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and the other thing, oh, you just reminded me, right? Hmm. When they're like, Norm, uh, you know, when they're uh, discussing, not discussing, they're theorizing who the father could be. Oh, yeah. And they say Norm, and yeah. she's like, "You do not deserve to live." <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. What, Norm, what did Norm do? <laughs> you do not deserve to live for saying Norm. Norm's a great guy, bro. You're, you're just, Norm, man. You know, you're just a fucking hater, Sogorni Weaver. <laughs> Fuck you. 
Uh, but yeah, anything else? Any other? Uh, let me check. I think we've uh, gone through uh, everything else. Oh, just um, that's a pretty potent mix. <laughs> Another one of Quark's fucking amazing lines, bro. He's like, with our strength. Oh, well, yeah, with our newfound strength and our trainings uh, and our training. Well, I think that's a pretty potent mix. <laughs> and like you said, he says in the first one as well. Yeah, he he loves to. He he says. We're not in Kansas anymore, yeah. and that's a pretty potent mix. Yeah. And he loves to reuse all, all that yeah. shit. Yeah, there's also we didn't mention this, but there's like a an anti-addiction kind of through line. Oh, so yeah, in the first yeah. movie, Grace she's addicted to cigarettes, right? Yeah. In this movie, we see the general who's drinking coffee. Yeah. And in the first one, Quaritch is always drinking coffee, so they always yeah. they always like addicted to some substance. The human characters, yeah, which is uh, you know in what's the word opposite to the Navi who are yeah you know they have a a good sustainable relationship with the earth yeah right they're not addicted to any one thing they just they just vibe yeah they just vibe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway do you have anything else to say um no I think that's it alright well I just wanna uh do the thing with the stuff and things no no, no 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 uh, I wanna bring something else up okay oh and <laughs> we don't mention it at all right but once again the main theme of this movie is the same thing as the first movie Right. Uh, yes. Seeing through the eyes of someone else. Yeah. Right. And they, you know, at various points say, "I see you." Or yeah. And they do the the like. Yeah. Yes, they're greeting where they put their hand to their head and they say, "I see you." Or, yeah. Um, Tarea says, "I see you" to Loak. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the movie, when uh, Loak saves Jake, uh, he says, "I see you, son." Yeah. You know. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I thought we'd mention that. Yeah. I mentioned a lot in the commentary. Uh, uh, the the. Um, how can I say this? Mm-hmm. The last scene is of him opening his eyes. Yeah. In the, oh, yeah. In, in the same way, uh, the first movie ends with him opening his eyes. Yeah. It's seeing through the eyes of someone else, and yeah, the, yeah that's the thing. He was a human who became. I mean, like twenty twelve. No ways. Yeah. No ways. I don't know. It's in twenty twelve. Yeah. Okay. Then. Maybe it was like twenty sixteen. So this is. Uh, I wrote this <laughs> the day we went to watch it. Right. <laughs> In online film discussion, you get a lot of very vocal haters of original recipe Avatar. And wherever you find them, you'll find me arguing with them. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water was my most anticipated movie this year, and they kept asking me, Presh, what if it disappoints? <laughs> that D word never crossed my mind until you said it. Do you think we're dealing with a bum here? <laughs> we're talking about the man who made Aliens and Terminator 2. Do you expect me to believe that James Cameron doesn't know how to make a sequel? I went to see it on Tuesday with my cousin, and having sat with it for a few days, I believe that this movie will save humanity and redeem us as a species. The problem is that you think I'm joking slash exaggerating. This movie has changed my life. It taught me the way of water and I'm, and showed me things about myself that I didn't know. By the way, I'm boycotting the Oscars and starting a riot if Payakan the Tulkud doesn't get a best nomination. The final thing to say is this. Thank you, Big Jim. You have totally <laughs> rocked my world. See you in two years for Avatar 3, right? Oh. That was my, at the time, review. Yeah. And uh, that line there where I said, 
Um, I believe that this movie will save humanity and redeem us as a species, right? Yeah. Somebody a few weeks later, one of my friends said, "Oh, you you just say you're saying that because of the environmentalism <laughs> <laughs> and stuff, right?" <laughs> so I wanted to break that up again. <laughs> At no point was I thinking about the environmentalism, right? I just thought everyone would go to this movie. They'd have such a great time. They'd feel <laughs> just such good vibes. They would have such good vibes <laughs> for lasting ten thousand years of good vibes. Everyone would be like, "Why are we so angry? Why don't we just chill out?" That's what I thought. <laughs> That's why I said it will it will save humanity, not because of the environment. <laughs> I never thought about that, but yeah, yeah, um, it is it is one of those things. And is mentioned. Yes. Um so yeah. I see you big Jim and I'll see you in 2 years for Avatar 3. <laughs> Yourself. Um I'm sorry once again to Mrs. Cameron and to, to <laughs> yes. <my> God for <laughs> calling him a whale. What are those fucked up? You're saying that. <laughs> That's the Have you well, seen the whale? There's a movie called The Whale. Yes, it also came out in December 2022 and have many people pointed out not the best movie with a whale type creature in it. <laughs> I think I've heard of it, but I haven't. I watched it the other day. It's I don't know why people are such haters, bro. It's a very wonderful movie, very like oh, sorry, sorry. We <laughs> let's just finish up about Avatar. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, just a fantastic well, currently what's it called? Like a I I want to say biology, but it's not biology. Blockbuster. No, just two movies. Like duology. A duology. Yeah, it's just a, a fantastic duology for the moment. For the moment. Until we get five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So um, I think we're done with Avatar. All right. Can we move on to the recommendation section? Yeah. Let's go for it. What have you seen in the last week or so that? Uh, so um yeah I was telling you about Kaleidoscope mm. which is a really cool series mm. for the the view uh, well the listeners that don't know Kaleidoscope is a series that uh it's it's a randomized order but it's it's about a heist and depending on the way you uh the order in which you watch the episodes you get a different uh perspective on each character and how um uh and sorry that then shapes your whole view differently depending on how you watch it mm. and i think it's a real game changer yeah <laughs> <laughs> more more series become like that that's a big word yeah. <laughs> a game changer it, yeah it would change the game all right all right yeah mm. anything else um what did i watch I watched something this morning. Oh, yeah, it's quite an old movie, but I think The Brothers Grimsby mm. is just hilarious. Directed by Ryan Johnson. I don't know, maybe. He is. I know. Okay. That's a okay. fact. I'm not okay. asking you. Okay. He, he directed The Last Jedi. Oh. Which uh know, I was going to bring that <laughs> up here. Right. So, you you know, we are talking about fathers. Yeah. Jake uh No. Yeah, Jake is uh How can I say this? He's a bad father. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit. Yeah. Just Napoleon. Wait, so, sorry. What did you just say? No, no nothing. Don't no, but what did you say? Uh, wait. Before. What? Uh, Brothers Grimsby. Brothers Grimsby. Yes. Yeah. So, in that movie, a lot of people were like 
the Kylo Ren says, kill the past. The past must die. Something like that, right? Yeah. A lot of people took that as a, uh, an attack on the original Star Wars and the prequels, right? Yeah. But I'd like to point out that Kylo Ren... Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yes. Kylo Ren is the bad guy. <laughs> right? And, and and because I watched it recently, right? It's literally the next scene. The I'm checking my notes here. His name is the wise Master Yoda. <laughs> he says, failure, the greatest teacher is. Right? Meaning, you know, learn from the past. Yeah. Right? That's not some subjects. That's not a hidden message. That's the text of the movie, right? That's people. That's the literal text of the movie. And the same way, I've seen people talk about Avatar, where Jake is like a father protects, right? But it's at the end of the movie, his son dies. Yeah. You know. I mean, he didn't really protect. Yes, this the style of parenting that he was doing didn't protect his child. It's only when. so after his child died and he started being open to you know like Loak teaching him stuff because yeah. he was like let me die yeah. <laughs> he's like he, was, you, he said something like you know your way out yeah. or something like that and then Loak was like no 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 and then he taught him how to breathe yeah right and uh, that's the thing so and his last words in the movie are I see now yeah I don't think he understands fully you know in the words I'm saying them yeah and this is just my interpretation so I don't know yeah. right but but I'm saying uh, I don't think he'd put it in those words but he sees what his ideology of before was wrong yeah. you know uh, I'm just protecting my children whereas he should be engaging with them and you know uh, how can I say this? learning from them learning from them yeah. uh, yes he's very dismissive of his children and wants everything done his way yeah and to his wife to <laughs> a certain extent as well yeah right but yeah that's that's one of the things that I was going to say. And yeah, so it's pulling from a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. From uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, from Shakespeare. Yeah. From... Uh, <laughs> because like, he, he, he did, he did like, we forgot to mention, but he's, he crushes the skull. Oh, yeah. You know, Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, York, I knew him well. <laughs> uh, alas, he was uh, something. I can't remember that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's been a while since we did Shakespeare. Yes. And uh, like I said, the first movie and this movie are both, I don't think I said this, but it's like a retelling of uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Because uh, they're from like, yeah, different tribes. And uh, so Jake is a human and he meets with Neytiri. Same yeah. thing, uh, Loak is from a different tribe and he meets Saraya. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Burroughs, uh, Shakespeare, uh, who's the guy? Melville. Uh, right we're pulling from a lineage of great literary tradition this is not fucking marvel bullshit once again how many times can i say it (sighs) too many yes anyway so uh, sorry i think we're supposed to be doing recommendations and i went back into the movie (laughs) look i have five movies i want to talk about all right as quickly as possible hit us so i said i didn't watch the Liverpool game Yes. Right? I'm familiar with Klopp's bullshit. Right? <laughs> yes. He's not going to turn up against Bournemouth. He's going to... He'll drop a... So we're playing Madrid this week. Yeah. I fully expect us to batter them 4-0. <laughs> but... And I think it was good that we lost this game. Because yeah. it'll <laughs> get them fired up. Right? Yeah. But I'm familiar with Klopp's game. Right? He doesn't show up in small games. Yeah. So I was like... The game started off plus two. 
Mm-hmm. And the scream new scream movie was there was a two o'clock showing, so it's just great. And you spent yes. the whole match. Well, in scream. I watched I watched the last like fifteen minutes. Okay, but uh, it's not looking good, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the scream not great. Okay, I think this is the first uh, scream movie that I predicted the killer. Okay, I kind of knew about the. In Scream Five, but yeah, Scream Six, I knew exactly who the killer was. I was just waiting for it to happen. I think uh, it's just yeah, straight away. I'm still kind of not sure about my rating. It would be mm-hmm. like a six or a seven. It's, okay, it's like it's fine, it's fun, but yeah. it's not great. You yeah. know. Uh, the other thing is uh, the three Magic Mike movies. Yes. Right. Is that one recommendation or three? Three. Okay. Cause three I, separate. Yes. Okay. Well, you're just going to watch the third one without watching the first two. No, of course not. Yeah. So. <laughs> but anyway, I really love the first Magic Mike movie. It's shot in this like very weird like filter. I don't know how to yeah. describe it. Once again, that's not my area of expertise. But yeah. it has this very distinct look. And it's like this meditation about the financial crisis and, you know, what pe- things people will do to, you know, make it in this world. Yeah. And then like the second one is just kind of dumb and bullshit, bro. <laughs> It's but and like all all the movies are like very well choreographed and like very well uh, performed. Yeah. But it's so it's it's only really the the story that kind of separates it. Yeah. So the first one masterpiece. It's only some acting that I don't agree with. Um, the second movie bullshit story bullshit everything, bro. Um, and uh, I just I recently watched the third one, which once again I'm still not sure about. But it it just it kind of felt even worse than the second one. Okay. It's it's, it's not even a story. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's strung together with like floss, bro. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a strong story. It's it's uh, it's like uh, unconnected scenes of dancing oh. that just happen yeah. to be put out as a movie. It's so. Once again, it's like a five or six. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about it fully. Maybe in a few weeks' time, I'll have fully settled and I'm like, no, it's a three. Or no, okay. actually, no, I kind of loved it. It's an eight. Or, you know, okay. I don't know. But I'm saying yeah. it's too recently. I watched it this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. It still needs to marinate a bit. Yes. The other one. Kind of fucked up that I don't remember. <laughs> no, but um, just give me a sec. I will give you two secs. We're nearly done. Yeah, we are pretty much. Yeah. It's only been like three hours. I yeah. Think. <laughs> well, I'll check this now. It's like almost two and a half. Oh, the whale! Yes. Ah, <laughs> ah the whale! Yeah, we want to talk about the whale. Yeah. It's. I thought it was just going to be a bullshit movie because, like, uh, I've heard a lot of like stories that this movie is like fat phobic, oh. like uh, it's you know kind of very mean spirited and uh, yeah, like making fun of this guy. But yeah. I watched it and it's like not that at all. It's just this very sweet story. I thought it was so good, okay. so well acted. He he's nominated for best actor at the, the Oscars. Oh. Oh, is this, is this the one where the guy had to spend like four hours in here uh, in like the know. the makeup department to like to put together all of the stuff on him? I don't know. Probably. 
Well, I know they did that for the penguin. I, I think they did it for All this right. as well. Because he, he, he like gained a lot of weight, but I don't think he could have gained like that, <laughs> that much, much weight. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie he dies because, he's, you know... He's a bit too big. Yes, his cholesterol and such, uh, you know, takes him out. But it's it's such a wonderful, sweet story, so well acted. Yeah. It uh, I didn't realize this, but it was based on a play. Oh. So, like, mo- most of it just takes place in his apartment. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, as I was watching, why don't they go out more or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? But then, like, afterwards when I was reading about it, it said it was based on a play and, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Cool. Um, so, thank you to our listeners for listening. You can find all our socials at paceup-pod.github.io slash site. So that's p-a-i-c-i-p-pod.github.io slash site. And make sure that there's no www before that. Uh, There you'll find our Patreon, as well as our Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. And uh, basically we just... So on all of the other sites we just put regular stuff, but on Patreon we get extra commentaries and bonus content as well. So yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, anything else to say? Um, no. Au revoir to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs>